0: Smell what The Rock is cooking. Hello, and welcome back to Rock Starring. Uh, we, are, uh, we are here having watched The Scorpion King this time. Yeah. Uh, but first, I got to get some more basic, like, technical stuff out of the way. Uh, yeah. First off, I want to say I was wrong about Rock Talk. We still haven't listened to it, but I just looked at the first episode and then the last episode to pick, figuring that they did the same thing we did, you know, going chronologically. Turns out they jumped all over the place, so they pretty much covered everything that we're going to cover, including The Scorpion King. They did not cover, from what I could tell, The Mummy Returns, um, his Voyager appearance, or Long Shot, because Ooh. I'm pretty sure nobody else in the world has ever seen Longshot. Um, we're
1: the only ones, Eric.
0: I even think. the people in that movie didn't watch it.
1: Even the people who did reviews on it didn't watch it. <laughs> There's
0: only one person on, on YouTube I found that has done a one, and it was like you actually the last found year. someone. Yeah, it was in like the last year. Uh, so I'm not about to go through and check every single one. Suffice to say, they stop. They still stopped their broadcast on May 14, 2019. So somewhere, any, any movie after that, they didn't cover at least not on Rock Talk. But again, I want to clarify. I'm not trying to steal their thunder. I did not know that they existed. I just don't want people to think I was disrespecting them. Alright, and then uh, number two is that uh, we have, this past week saw um, Dwayne Johnson's birthday.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: We did not notice this until Twitter started seeing a bunch of WWF and E-wrestlers saying, you know, happy birthday to The Rock. His birthday is May 2nd, which actually was the day I posted our last commentary, the one on Longshot. Yeah. Uh, But it hasn't uh, this one is after that but, but still, you were at
1: work that day yeah, I was at so work we really day. couldn't do anything so. no I,
0: and it, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have affected anything anyway but since we do respect Dwayne Johnson and we do have a great deal of affection I did write on the the, um, the description for the long shot P.S. Happy birthday Dwayne Johnson because it was posting that day mm-hmm. but uh, I want to make sure we send a shout out in this one You know, Happy birthday Dwayne Johnson you're awesome stay awesome don't ever change man mm-hmm. Uh be be an awesome mountain of a man with a good heart until the day you die. That's that's what we need, Seriously. which hopefully won't be till you're like three hundred and eight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Outlive us. Punch punch that life button in the face
0: <laughs> every time De- Grim Reaper tries to walk up on you. Just sign a piece of merchandise just, and hand it to him, man. Like he, he'll be fine. Just
1: pull something from the Queen Elizabeth II book right there.
0: <laughs> 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 okay, so um, so there's that. Uh, I also want to say that um, we did not, until this viewing, go ahead and start looking through some of the Mummy Returns uh, stuff. And I wanted to comment that yeah,
1: the bonus features, the bonus features, which, which I wish we there were about a then. lot. There were a lot
0: on on Mummy Returns, but there was a lot more in Scorpion King. Yeah. Uh, but I want to say on the Mummy Returns uh, thing, they had some really funny outtakes uh, and stuff like that. The one that I remembered the most, though, was the music video. <laughs> Uh, which we're gonna have to start covering whenever a movie has a music video. We're gonna have to start recovering. Recover- I have a
1: feeling that that's gonna be like the end of that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. He's. I'm sure the Fast and the Furious was, movies have some have some have some music yeah, videos I, making.
1: I, I think uh. those. That was a trend that died around the same time this movie came
0: out. We'll, we'll have to see if they're on the comment, If they're on the the video, we're gonna watch them.
1: It's such an early 2000s thing to have a music video associated with... Like, a specifically a rock music video associated with a movie. Yeah,
0: well, it's very much the Matrix influence. Because uh, yeah. the Matrix was all about that shit. Uh, and, which we'll cover when we get to... Scorpion King, because it needs to be covered. Uh, but we did watch the music video for that one, and I have to say, of the two music videos, uh, The Godsmack, I Stand Alone, and then... What was the other one?
1: Live? I can't remember Our, our, our Love
0: is Too Long for Forever, or something like it, that?
1: It was not very good either. I, I like that
0: one more. I think that one was better. But we'll cover the Godsmack video a bit when we get there. Um,
1: oh, yeah, it says it right here. Forever May Not Be... be
0: long enough. Okay. And uh, Forever May Not Be Long Enough by Live. And, um... Uh, lastly, I want to do another shout-out to our buddies uh, from Dead Bat, John and Kyle. If you have a chance to listen to their podcast, please do. I'm not sure if it's on. I, I post this to Anchor, which distributes it to a bunch of podcasting sites like Stitcher. Hmm. Uh, if you have a chance, go ahead and listen to them. I don't know which one they're on. I know they are f- they favorited me on Anchor, so they probably have a, a post in there. Um, all right. Uh, I think that's... Everything I wanted to talk about until we get to the end of this movie. When we get to the end of this movie, we're going to cover some video games and we're going to cover the sequels, the ones we've seen, or the mm-hmm. ones I've seen at least. Yeah. Uh, but for now, that's, that's all we're going to cover regarding everything not related to the Scorpion King. Oh, there is one additional thing I wanted to say, though. For anyone out there who doesn't know, um, two of the cast members from Voyager, who play uh, Harry Kim and Tom Paris, started their own podcast this past week. And it just so happens to be uh, about three weeks after we did our Voyager with the Rock cameo podcast, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say they, they are totally aping off of no. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. I know, I'm just kidding. They
1: actually have, like...
0: Experience?
1: Experience acting. <laughs> yeah, and
0: directing and great.
1: It's a good podcast. They actually work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just making fun. Um, not that I expect those two gentlemen to ever hear this, uh, but if anybody out there is interested... If you're a Star Trek fan, uh, they are. It is a good podcast. They've only covered their first episode at this point, Caretaker, but I would recommend it. I would also recommend their Patreon. Uh, the, the podcast is called The Delta Flyers. To save you guys some time looking, mm. um, it's it's a good podcast. I like it. Megan hasn't listened to it yet, but I'm sure she will eventually.
1: Are you gonna do any more shout outs, Eric? You gonna um, call shout out to your mom, <laughs> your your dad, Santa? <laughs>
0: I would shout out to my dad, but. Um, In any event, we're going to go ahead and hold up. The Ghost of
1: Christmas Past.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll go ahead and call it there. We'll go ahead and start with The Scorpion King, which might be one of the most enjoyable movie (laughs) experiences I've had in quite a while.
1: Um, It's like we're going... From one so bad as good movie to the next, right Yeah, there. I would
0: say this was genuinely enjoyable. It, I, I,
1: it, it's along the lines of like the Hercules movie from the eighties, like you said. Well, okay, it reminds me of Commando. A yeah. bit.
0: What I would say, I, I was going to say was until the end, but since we're we're going to chat about it now, okay. um, since you started this, we'll go ahead and say that the Scorpion King is a very, very, very specific kind of fan base. You have to really enjoy. Not terribly thought out, but still dumb, fun, sword and sorcery movies. If you liked Cull, starring Kevin Sorbo, or Hercules, Legend, The Legendary Journey, starring Kevin Sorbo. If you liked, uh, specifically, the second Death Stalker movie. If you liked Yore from the 80s. Yeah. If you liked the Beastmaster TV show. <laughs> if you like those sword and sorcery shows where there really isn't much logic, but a lot of fun. It's so manly. And it's so manly. Then this is right up your alley it is it is so much fun mm-hmm. uh but we'll go ahead and touch on the actual uh the story of the movie mm-hmm. which uh, opens and i completely forgot about this part yeah uh it opens with jessup uh apparently the rocks character of matthias's at least half brother because he says thank god you, you should consider yourself lucky we have the same mom
1: yeah mother Oh <laughs> uh, yeah mother uh,
0: jessup who i think his name is only said once in the whole movie
1: yeah
0: uh he is been captured by what looks like vikings but i don't know if that was what they were supposed to be
1: i, I honestly don't know it's like there's women in fur bikinis yeah. <laughs> for reasons
0: he says we've killed Ma- babylonians and mesopotamians but those are the same people and we've killed uh, a Grecians or something like that. And we've never killed an Akkadian. And then there's Jessup. Yeah, they,
1: they listed a long name, list of names.
0: Of ancient civilizations apparently they've attacked.
1: Yeah. But they never
0: killed an Akkadian. They're going to kill him, I guess, as, as the, the capper for their fun orgy of death that they're doing. Yeah. And... Um, just when they're about to do that, like, outside we see, like, this invisible assassin type running up and, like, stabbing people and throwing, like, Chinese stars in guys' eyes.
1: It looked like a sun. It, it looked like a, a, a circular sun. sun kind of thing. Sun disk.
0: <laughs> whatever it is. It's the same idea. And then um, he busts through. And I honestly think that might be my favorite action sequ- set piece in the whole movie is the one that opens the movie. Because yeah. it's a lot of fun.
1: If there's a chandelier. That's there's a me. chandelier.
0: It, it's it's so much fun. It's 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 clearly enjoying itself, and um, it's not trying to be deep Never. on any level. But it's enjoyable. It's yeah. got some great fight scenes, some great ideas. I'm trying to think of some of the stuff beyond the chandelier, but that's all that's sticking in my head. That
1: was that was my favorite part. the The guy that had the really terrible aim that was trying to like throw <laughs> yeah. axes or whatever at the brother, but like yeah. he kept missing. At
0: Jessup while well, he's strung up, he's trying to throw and hit him, but he he's keeps missing. He's not even
1: him. a moving target, and this yeah. guy keeps missing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then like he his, then finally the aim's gonna be gonna hit him and the rock throws a guy in front of yeah, it just
0: throws him just <laughs> like a football <laughs>
1: it's not like a football but like you know i mean like kinda, he
0: tosses like, him that easy. he tosses
1: him and hits him instead Ew! <laughs> he didn't get it.
0: yeah he de- tosses him and he um he gets up and then they they he says the line you're lucky we have the same mother and then he cuts jess up loose after he's killed everybody else yeah um, and then the movie starts proper with its Lord of the Rings opening monologue uh, about
1: the evil king, basically. Yeah, the idea
0: is that it, again, like in the the Mummy and the Mummy Returns, uh, there's a there's an ancient. We get a voiceover of a story, but this time it's Cassandra, I believe, is her name. The, yeah, the sorcer- the sorceress.
1: Spoilers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she does well. They spoiled that in the trailer. I know.
1: I'm kidding. Uh, I
0: know. Uh, but they did this thing where It came
1: out in 2002, 2003. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so they do this thing where um, the, the the voiceover shows like a map. Like I said, it's very Lord of the Rings. Where she's explaining that there that the with the aid of the sorcerer uh, who can predict the future. Yeah. The ancient the the the. the great warrior trying to find his name memnon uh managed to conquer pretty much everywhere and mm-hmm. they even have him doing things like killing people that are surrendering because they might be a threat later yeah i guess it's, it's genuinely horrifying
1: anybody that poses a threat he yeah, kills
0: he kills according to the sorcerers yeah uh and then we cut to uh, a bunch of clans yelling at each other yeah. And how they all don't read. Led really...
1: by the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, from... From, <laughs> from Robin Hood <laughs> hey, Men in Tights. <laughs> it's really funny
0: because the chandelier bit at the opening followed by the, the ro- Sheriff of Rottingham. Not- <laughs> Rottingham. That's what it's called, isn't it?
1: Nottingham. Well,
0: Nottingham in the original story, I thought it was Sheriff of Rottingham in that movie. No. Uh,
1: you... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I'm looking it up right now, people, in case you're wondering to see who's right.
1: Cause I don't know my uh, Robin Hood.
0: Yeah, you don't know nothing. You're gonna eat your words. (laughs)
1: Let's see about that. I swear
0: to God. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Full cast and crew. Sheriff of Rottingham, (laughs) 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 with an R in everything.
1: Oh it my says God. Rottingham
0: right Whatever. there.
1: <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't fucking matter.
0: Of course it doesn't because you're wrong. Ow, she hit me again. Are you guys keeping tally at this point?
1: No, nobody's listening.
0: <laughs> True. I think we have like three listeners and two of them are me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so what we do is okay, so the 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 the, the Boys. Area, <laughs> the um, oasis yeah. where they're holding their meeting. They're, all these different clans are fighting, and the sheriff of Rottingham screams, "Everybody, be quiet! We're doing our, We're we're trying to sort this shit out because Memnon is a real threat." Yeah, and he calls in, you know, like he calls in the Acadians. Yeah, which are the I guess the equivalent of like the Assassins Order from assassin's creed this movie came out like three years before the first assassin's creed movie and i was getting a lot of Assa- first what? assassin's creed game
1: yeah and i was
0: getting a lot of assassin's creed like vibes from the it the thing
1: is like it didn't exist yet so <laughs> i don't
0: know but i'm still getting like i'm wondering if this influenced them to make that game
1: uh not
0: it's more serious in Assassin's yeah. Creed, but it's a lot very similar setting. You know the old uh,
1: maybe. I mean, it's got about the same amount of sorcery. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so anyway, the um, the 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 king has hired uh, the Acadians, the last of their kind, and there's three of them. There's Jessup, which is the Rock's half brother. There's the Rock. There's a third one who's unnamed, and I'm going to come back to him when we get to the end of the story, because I actually have info for you out there who might be curious. But anyway, um,
1: info that you didn't tell me. Okay. No, I
0: didn't tell you because I was trying to save it for this podcast.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, so anyway, we uh, so he so the king hires the Acadians and he says, "I've got twenty blood rubies. Is that what they're called? Yeah,
1: blood rubies, which they didn't really.
0: They don't look like rubies. They're they look like like stones.
1: They look like just like." Yeah, basically red They're,
0: glass. They sense. look like
1: stones that we use in D and D to like no. <laughs> represent things. You know
0: what they look like? They look like the the little glass pellets that you see in those bowls whenever you walk into a demo house. Or in a fish tank. You know, it, like they it, have it the it demo furniture. Tank. Yeah, in a fish tank. <laughs> So the, the Blood Rubies uh, apparently is the last of that king's reserve money because his son says, but, so,
1: but dad... That's, that's the, the last bit of our treasury.
0: But he says, whatever. I'm hiring the Akkadians, the greatest assassins in the world, to hunt down and kill the sorcerer because if the sorcerer dies, Memnon is just a warrior and he could theoretically be fought against. It is the fact that he has the ability to predict the future that makes it unstoppable. Yeah. So then they sneak into the Akkadians. Literally, the rock says, As long as one of us breathes, the sorcerer will die. And then he takes the money and goes away. And then they have this kind of cool sequence where they're breaking in, which again, I was thinking of Assassin's Creed, where they're doing these different locations and grabbing people and killing them. Again, I'm not. They do that a
1: couple times in the movie. They do that a couple times in the movie. And it actually still looks pretty cool. We'll we'll, we'll
0: get to the second one because I know you Mm -hmm. like the cave the best. Oh, I love it. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) so the. The, uh, it turns out that this was all a betrayal. That someone, we find out later, it was the son of the king, betrayed uh, Matthias and his brothers.
1: And let this plan basically gave, gave out the Akkadians to yeah, this evil king. The
0: king. So, what happened to Memnon? So, what happened was while they were sneaking in, they were running past a couple of uh, tents. And by pure happenstance, Matthias happens to notice that there's some, like, feet underneath one of the tents, like, with light behind it, mm-hmm. and he yells to his brothers, get back, and then he jumps, and then at that exact moment, the the tent flaps open, and there's, like, just rows of archers, and they kill the third guy, who's unnamed, yeah. and they severely injure Jessa, and then... Uh, Matthias, being a good assassin, decides to continue on his, his way to kill the sorcerer, and he gets into the sorcerer's room, and he draws back his bow, and the sorcerer turns out...
1: Hot. She's a
0: hottie. <laughs> we cannot shoot her. No. We can't shoot her. To be fair, Kelly Hugh, I believe is the name of the actress. I'm going to yeah. double-check that, because I yeah, really don't want to say I think wrong. you got... Uh, yeah,
1: that's that's her last name, at least. I
0: right? know it's Hugh is the last name, yeah. but we got to double-check this, because I, I want to say she is really good in this role. Yeah. I'm actually kind of sad she didn't get more work. Uh probably the most recent thing of any note she was in at least to me because I I like that show at least the start was she played China White in um the in uh, the TV series Arrow.
1: Yeah, I know her uh, for her voice acting.
0: Yeah, mainly. She does a lot of voice acting too. Yeah. Kelly Hugh is in fact her name. And she's, you know, very good. She, she, I really liked her in this. Apparently, she did, um, she's done several movies, TV shows. She was also in the Young Justice series. She yeah, did a lot of what voice I acting there. For, yeah. Um, but anyway, she's in um, She's in this. She's the sorceress. Oh, we we missed Michael Clark Duncan. Michael Clark Duncan was in the Oasis meeting, yeah. And him and and The Rock have a you know, dick me- dick measuring contest basically.
1: It's so good! Yeah,
0: where, where <laughs> Michael Clark Duncan is like, I don't want to fight Memnon, he's too dangerous. And then the Scorpion King, or the future Scorpion King, Matthias, says, Hey, you know, we're going to totally kill that, that sorcerer. But him, Michael Clark Duncan, we'll kill him for free.
1: Assassin.
0: Him? We'll kill for free. <laughs> that comes back later, yeah, which is really funny. And then, um, so during the big fight, yeah. uh, when when he draws his bow on the sorcerer. Um, this is one of the first instances where we will come back to this at the end of the movie, but I just want to point out this is one of the times where there was an alternate version. The The yeah. DVD we have is the th- the Triple Mummy Collector Set, where yeah. it has Mummy, the Mummy, the Mummy Returns, and the Scorpion King, which, by the way, is the best trilogy. The Mummy, the Mummy. Too bad they
1: never made any movies about any of the other movies. Yeah, the <laughs> Mu- Mummy
0: Three is not a very good movie, so I, I would just say stick with the Scorpion and King. And the it's Scorpion.
1: Fine. King you haven't seen the sequel, so you can't uh, they, really talk. They
0: don't look good, though. They don't, and we'll talk about them a bit when we get there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it, you can't really talk about something you've never seen.
1: Ah, uh, true. So anyway,
0: the Scorpion, but the Scorpion King is a genuinely fun movie, in my opinion. So it, that trilogy is fine. But in this, in the, in the Scorpion King DVD, I don't know if it's on the Blu-rays or whatever. There's an alternate version where they have alternate takes. They even have video commentary by The Rock, yeah. which is great
1: yeah um, we accidentally turned it on when we were watching it we're like what the heck? how did we turn this off yeah, like he, on. his face just pops up with headphones and he starts talking and we're like wait
0: <laughs> so in this um in in the oh but we did go ahead and watch the alternate version scenes because there's a separate little thing yeah. where you just watch the scenes we didn't watch
1: both we just watched the scenes that were different and in the
0: alternate version it mentions that matthias has never killed a woman And that's why Matthias questions killing the sorcerer, Uh, because she says, I also know you've never killed a woman, Matthias. Will I be your first? And then he doesn't kill her. He shoots the guard behind her. Now, in the movie, I I think that is one of the cases where I don't really care if it's there or not. It doesn't really add much.
1: No, it doesn't change it.
0: But I do think there's a there's a subplot later that we will bring up when we get yeah, to the we'll end of the movie. Yeah, we'll bring
1: it up when we talk about the alternative version. When later. we
0: get to the end of the movie, I just want to mention this as one of the moments where a change was legitimate because they had a different opening too, where it was more and it was more in the the cold and it was more it was more and, like a stealth attack.
1: Yeah, and the way they introduced the rock was a little too early. To yeah,
0: be. A little too different. Yeah, it was. He jumps out of the snow as opposed to just descending through the smoke. Uh,
1: which. I thought it was better in the movie. Yeah,
0: it was yeah. better in the movie. But, uh, okay, so he, he doesn't kill the sorcerer. He shoots the guard behind her, then gets captured. And Memnon drags Jessup in and then uses Matthias's weapon. He actually uses Matthias's weapon, after they say they're brothers, to kill Jessup in front of him. Yeah. So Memnon is pretty evil. Yeah. Uh, and then the sorcerer says, you can't kill, kill Matthias tonight. Uh, he cannot die by your hand nor the hand of any man you command because um, the gods it of will Smaabar, bring you ruin. it will bring well it will be very bad is basically yeah. what she says uh. so the solution okay we should mention that when Matthias was coming in he comes across an upside We're down we ended
1: up doing this a lot because yeah. there's details that you forget and then you remember later yeah
0: so when Matthias is breaking into the um, the the camp he comes across a horse thief who is being t- upside down and being tortured? And the horse thief begs him to let him go, and then Matthias just knocks him out and leaves him hanging he's there, like, Shh,
1: quiet, and then punches him out. <laughs> yeah.
0: So then later in the story, we get um, uh, after he's captured, the way the guy figures out how to kill Matthias is to trap him is to bury him up to his neck in the sand and then unleash a bunch of fire ants to eat him to death.
1: Gigantic fire Gigantic ants Gigantic fire ants. That don't exist.
0: And it turns out the guy sitting next the guy that he's trapped in the sand next to is um, the same horse thief from earlier, who I believe his name is Air er Arid. Um,
1: I can't remember but Arpid. He's A-R-P- clearly,
0: arpid he's clearly the comic relief. yeah the he's the comic, comic relief character and um he says i'm enjoying myself quite a bit because i'm about to escape well uh, you are about to die for leaving me trapped there last night and then he gets out he kills the he successfully kills the um the guards and then he blows back the fire ants once matthias promises to take him with him and keep him alive and you know give him part all the spoils of stuff. yeah basically to be part of the movie (laughs) one guy says please make me part of the movie and Matthias is like okay please hire me
1: to be part of the movie you don't have to pay me or anything just let me be your bro let me
0: be in the movie as long as I'm in the movie I'm fine so um honestly
1: after he like honestly he has no reason to want to be a part of this adventure at all he's he's
0: played to be kind of a coward and he's, he's basically the Jonathan or Izzy character from the last
1: movie yeah
0: Uh, Where he has a heart of gold, he has a a sense of morality, but he's very, like, untrustworthy and slightly cowardly. Yeah. So why he's in the middle of this adventure makes no
1: sense. Why he wants to follow this big guy who's clearly going to do something dangerous is questionable. But whatever, that's a logical thing you don't think about when you're watching this movie.
0: (laughs) So, uh, much like Mummy Returns, we may not sound as enthusiastic as when we were talking about the long shot movie, but that's because this movie, much like...
1: This is actually... More co- way
0: more competent. Well, it's competent, but it's also that much like Mummy Returns, this movie doesn't really need dissection, but we're still going to try to do it. Yeah, it's one of those movies that you should just sit back and enjoy, and not overthink. Yeah, so it's not going to be as fun as something like Long Shot that made no sense. Like, no so, dissecting how, it,
1: no matter how much you logically think about Long Shot. You're never gonna get it. No, it doesn't a, make sense. There's nothing you can do to make sense of it. This actually has a plot that you can follow.
0: Yeah, and it's it's actually a decent movie in my opinion. It's not a great movie, I, I but it's a decent it, movie.
1: I give it a C plus. He gives it a B minus. Yeah, it's a genuinely good <laughs> film.
0: I, I think it deserves. I have it.
1: a lot of fun with it. Yeah,
0: I, it's it's a fun. I, it's not deep, but it's fun.
1: I think I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it just as much as when I first saw it when I was a kid. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that tells you something right there. This here. is
0: basically like the proto-Fast and Furious movies as they are now. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. But anyway, okay, so the Scorpion King... Uh, I'm sorry, I keep calling him that. He's not Scorpion King yet. Matthias. It's okay.
1: I think they'll know what you're talking about if you say it. That's just like I say evil king because I keep forgetting what the frick his name is.
0: Matthias. I have to say, by the way, Matthias is probably the coolest name character that this, that The Rock ever gets to play. I don't
1: Mathias know. Matthias is a cool name. Matthias sounds like you're describing Matthias.
0: <laughs> he got some Matthias on him, Have you seen his Matthias? Matthias. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the that. The man could crush a pillar with them thighs. <laughs> so he's
1: earned his name. Earned his, his mom didn't name him that. He earned that name by crushing <laughs> a man with his
0: thighs. Popped his head right Mathais! off.
1: thighs. <laughs> That's my name now. thighs. <laughs> Math- <laughs> <laughs> so
0: anyway... Uh, but I think honestly, Matthias as a name is pretty cool because most of his other names are like Decker and Hobbs and all that—they're not that memorable.
1: Tony and John. Yeah. <laughs> the <Mugger>. most basic ass names. Most basic ass names you can. Matthias is
0: a kind of cool name. I, I honestly, I'd like to think some variation of Matthias is the name that uh, his character in Voyager has.
1: <sighs> Even though he's just champion, like
0: Tritus or something. Uh, but okay, so um, so Matthias decides to go back to the city and uh, to in order to get revenge for what happened to his family. And luckily, the bad guys did not take away his twenty blood rubies. Yeah. So he can he can buy some information. When he's he in there. left
1: him on the camel, which they didn't. Indicate. They didn't get the
0: camel, but it's. St- I thought he had them on him when he walked into the camp, and then later he finds him on the camel. Apparently,
1: but, uh, he left him on the camel, and they just didn't make that very clear.
0: I guess. <laughs> so uh in the movie uh he goes uh when they're going into the city uh they, in order, the way matthias gets back inside is he knocks out the horse thief
1: yeah, he's like "Is that a horse
0: thief yeah because the horse thief apparently you're gonna a, get us in there yeah he has a he has a price on his head in that town so he knocks him out and says i'm here to collect the bounty on this
1: horse thief and they go oh i know that guy go on so yeah, they, they <laughs> no checking him no hey we'll take him from here none yeah. of that no they just let him in with the camel and the
0: <laughs> huh. So he he gets inside and then... Uh, Wakes
1: the guy up by like dunking him in yeah, a fountain. He goes, you got
0: us inside. He goes, the last thing I remember was a giant Acadian fist coming towards my <laughs> face. And then, then face. He's at the bar and
1: there's this hot chick. And yeah. He's like, never mind. We
0: need to talk about the hot chicks for a second. Okay, so up till now, the only women we've seen are the barbarian women at the start, which were wearing fur bikinis, but you could buy that they were just kind of hot. For that era, and then there's uh, of course the sorceress who is gorgeous, but I assume that and then was part of, of that, her magic. And then
1: some of the people that were at the um, meeting were
0: were pretty, but they were athletic, pretty. Like yeah. they, they had they, definition. They come back stuff. later.
1: So. Yeah, they had
0: definition on their abs and muscles and stuff, mm-hmm. which I still think is very beautiful on a woman. But I understand that not everyone would. Mm-hmm. But at this point, when we see the the waitress, and then later the the the, the harem, the, the the escorts, I guess. <laughs> the-
1: Prostitutes, Eric. You can use the word prostitute. I don't want
0: to be discouraging to sex workers. Uh, but anyway, the. Those ladies are all so obviously modern hot.
1: Like, they're, like clear. they're clearly hired just a bunch of supermodels to be yeah. in this movie just for that moment.
0: Swimsuit models that are just there to, to look. <laughs> and there. it happens
1: more than once, like the harem and all Oh, yeah. That well, the harem
0: makes a certain amount of sense because even though they're much hotter than women in that era probably were because they didn't have, like, Cleopatra- showers and it, stuff. It's
1: believed that Cleopatra. Her hotness came later on, but, like, in the time period, she was actually pretty ugly.
0: (laughs) But the the point I'm getting at is that four, like, perfect teeth, perfect makeup, perfect hair. Perfect
1: shapes. Perfect shapes, but
0: at least in the harem's case, I can buy it to a certain extent, because you'd assume that as King Memnon had power over most of the world, he picked the hottest women from every single place to be his harem. Yeah. But we'll get back to the harem. But anyway, the hot women in particular are very like, okay, this is clearly a 2000s movie. That and the, the rock music in the background. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> the rock music freaking kills me. Look, uh, it's okay, not diegetic.
0: I it. it's, it's, okay. it's non-diegetic. It doesn't happen in the universe. They're not playing rock. This isn't like the opening of uh, A Knight's Tale where they're playing We Will Rock You in the actual stadium.
1: I no. actually took a picture. We t- we watched the trailer t- beforehand to see what they would give away, which I mean we'd seen the movie before, but still. Yeah, it wasn't. And much apparently, the soundtrack for this album includes, of course, Godsmack, which we saw the music video for, Creed, Nickelback, System of the Down, and Drowning Pool. And if I, that is not the most 2000s, early two thousand soundtrack you have ever heard, then you didn't grow up in that time period. <laughs> yeah. You what either the, were born. What was the other picture I had you take? Uh, you had me take a picture of the website, which we forgot to go to, and the AOL keyword, which is Scorpion King. Way to make us feel old right there. Yeah. We're not even that old. We just feel old because
0: it's of this. It's the-scorpion-king, dash dash right? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go to that site right now and see if it's still up. Uh,
1: see if they still have that domain. It's probably expired by now.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet, but we'll see. Okay, no, oh! it's, it can't be reached. It's it's over.
1: Oh no, we missed it. Yes.
0: <laughs> so anyway, um, so the music is all rock music, which uh, is heavily influenced by it's the matrix. It's not
1: even like great rock music. No, it but just it was like the rock music of that time. It's yeah, System of it, the Down is great, but like, freaking Creed. <laughs>
0: A lot of movies, uh, a lot of people like to point out the influence the Matrix had, specifically on martial arts in movies and, and the leather outfits, but a lot of people forget to mention that something else they really pushed that they—that was a the result of this was, because there was like this uh, subtextual S&M club outf- concept with this movie, yeah. like with the first Matrix, they had a lot of hard, pumping rock music, yeah. which... Propelled modern rock music into a lot of movies that had no place it being is, there. Yeah, it, it
1: <laughs> had major influence on soundtracks at the time period. Yeah, it, and it, people forget that, but it's true. It and wasn't I, I actually funny. like
0: it in The Scorpion King because it's one of the signifiers. This is not going to be an accurate retelling of the era this of is the Egyptians. Not, this
1: is, you're not watching this for a History Channel documentary no. here. No. You're watching this for dumb fun with sword fights, hot women, and men with abs.
0: Yeah, I I want to clarify. This movie might be the the least offensive outside of the Fast and the Furious when it comes to menly men being men. Uh, but I actually, but I like most of the time they do that. Guys are assholes, and the yeah. girls are there just to be sexy. Yeah. And there are a lot of times in this movie where the girls are sexy, and the guys are punching each other. But I actually think it gets away with in this because everybody that's a good, most of the big muscular dudes are just cool guys I'd like to hang There's out with.
1: There's only one real ass, Well, two real assholes, and it's the main bad guy yeah, and...
0: The, the guy that killed his father. Yeah,
1: and he's just, like, non-existent. He looks like a little bitch throughout the entire yeah. movie. Actually,
0: the two least muscular of all the guys in this movie are the two lead bad guys. Yeah,
1: so, like, <laughs> if you're a manly man, you're, like, cool with women and yeah. shit. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Which... Whatever. This movie's not. This is not deep. No, this it's is not deep.
0: Don't look is, at this movie for depth. This,
1: this is not peak feminism. It's no. not peak. It's not. It's masculine.
0: It's masculinity, but it's not toxic masculinity. No, in my opinion, because even when they do the the dumb fight, which we will get to between Michael Clark Duncan and. Uh, the Rock.
1: I love it. It's
0: clear that they're both that both the actors are enjoying it. You yeah. actually watch the extra features and they talk about it. Yeah. And it's also clear that they uh, that they get over it immediately. And like they're like to get, friends. They're friendly after that. So I I agree it's stupid, but I'm 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 okay with it. Mm-hmm. I give it a pass. So anyway, the um, getting back to the the plot of the movie, once they sneak in, uh, Matthias contacts or gets like a. He gets robbed by a bunch of street urchins, basically proto Aladdins. But one of them, um, one of them, he basically once he gets his money back, he hires that specific one to help sneak him into Memnon's castle. Mm -hmm. And once he's in Memnon's castle, he tries to take a shot at him. Unfortunately, Memnon's guards capture the kid. And think he stole the blood ruby that he was that he was paid. Yeah. So Matthias has to make a choice to either take a shot at Memnon when he's not looking or take a shot to save the kid and he chooses to save the kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Memnon, by the way, has this really cool thing where he gets shot at by an arrow and then he blocks it with his swords. Yeah. And he does it several times in the movie and it's important for the ending. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so that's why Matthias had to catch him off guard. He had to catch him when he wasn't expecting it. And if- that's...
1: Because if he knew what was coming, he would...
0: He would block it, which yeah. is what happens. As soon as Matthias takes the shot to save the kid, um, Memnon picks up his sword and starts blocking the arrows that Matthias is firing. We skip
1: the harem again. <laughs> no, the
0: harem is coming up. The harem uh, is when he's running oh, away. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that is true. I
0: haven't... I didn't skip them. <laughs> you have no faith in me.
1: Sorry, it's <laughs> just like... I, I, I get... The scene's mixed up as to which order they go in in this movie. Well, the next
0: thing that really happens is Matthias goes on... It's
1: not a thinking movie. I feel like I lost brain cells watching this.
0: Matthias goes on a run. He runs from the the guards, and he ends up falling into um, the harem of Memnon. And and this is probably the best use of sexuality in a movie I've seen in a very long time.
1: The Greek dude.
0: We'll get get to him in a second, because he he leaves that way so he runs we'll come back to that okay so anyway he gets into uh, the harem and the harem uh, starts going oh a man it's so sick. And at first, you think it's just like the the director putting in like a self insert fantasy fulfillment, like all these girls so they want to feel up the rock. Mm. But what they're actually doing is he's a humongous guy covered head to toe in swords, and they're a bunch of women with no weapons, so they're using their sexuality to distract him while they slowly disarm him.
1: Yeah. And then
0: when the guards actually break in, one of the girls runs outside and tells the guards. And when they break in, oh no,
1: she uh
0: hits a gong. Oh, she hits a gong. And yeah. and uh, when the guards actually come in to save them, quote unquote. Because I don't think the rock would have hurt them. No. Uh, he reaches for his weapons and realizes he's been completely disarmed. He has no weapons on him. So he has to him.
1: fight them with his yeah, fists. His again. fist,
0: basically. And then they do a thing where they clearly ripped off Indiana Jones, where Matthias cuts the, the symbol, that they, the gong they hit, yeah. loose, and then rolls it to cover him while they're shooting arrows <laughs> yeah. at him. <laughs> which was right out of the opening I of Temple loved, of Doom. I
1: love how arrows lurk, work like shotguns in
0: this movie. Yeah, the opening when, when Matthias is shooting arrows and people are like getting blown mm. back. like they, they, they
1: fly out windows <laughs> and shit. So I'm like, that's not how arrows That's just work. the power
0: of the rock. Matthew.
1: Yeah, that's, his, his arms are so powerful. There's no blowback. You just, and then... People go out windows when an arrow hits. <laughs> the
0: arrow knows that it needs to get away from him as fast as possible, otherwise they might—he might take offense. So that's they're—they're they're going light speed. So um, yeah. it's actually kind of funny because I was rewatching uh, the movie Eraser a few years ago, a few months ago, uh, which was the the um, Schwarzenegger movie from the '90s when his career was kind of curtailing. Yeah, and it's where, in that movie they have what are rail guns, which are. Where you, these giant guns they have on ships that use magnetism to fire aluminum bullets. Yeah. They had shrunk those down to the size of like a, a large sniper rifle. And um, so they were, when they fired them, they were firing them at almost sonic sound, like almost light speed, basically, is those bullets. So when people got hit by them, they get propelled into, like, walls and shit <sighs> because they were being hit really fast by something. Yeah. And, like, the effect of those people getting hit and landing in walls is less than the arrows. Less <laughs> than
1: the arrows, <laughs> the arrows of power.
0: The arrows of power. From the, from the rock. Yeah. So uh, So anyway... Um, then The Rock is, uh, goes and runs into the, the Greek guy. The Greek guy is played by the actor who, I think his name is Philippus in this movie.
1: Yeah, he, he's played a couple of characters in different movies we've seen. He was in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he was
0: in Lord of the Rings. He played King Theodore I that.
1: remember him from Titanic. Yeah, I'm that bitch. <laughs> yeah.
0: He played the captain of the ship in, uh, in Titanic. Yeah. Uh, the actor's name is Bernard Hill. The character is Philos. Yeah. And he's, he's clearly, I guess, yeah. supposed to be Greek based he, on he the name. He looks
1: Greek. Yeah. He, he looks, like well, he looks he's
0: white Greek. is what he, he looks. He looks white.
1: I'm just saying. He like,
0: looks like movie version of Greek. Because Greek people have much more tan I know. <laughs> Greek
1: people are actually dark, but in the in this time period, they thought Greek people were white for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, it's because most of the movie is about. Oh
1: yeah, because they they based it off of Renaissance paintings of Greek dudes with white beards and white bodies. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, also the, the the statues were all white, but that's because all the paint washed yeah,
1: off. Yeah, <laughs> that's because the paint washed off with time and age. And a lot of those statues, the, the marble ones, were not what was in the temples. We actually had bronze. They were bronze statues. Those were just the templates for the bronze Yeah, statue.
0: I know. But in any event, that, the, this guy, he does a good job. He's, he's an inventor. He's basically supposed to be the, the... If this was Assassin's Creed, that would be the famous guy in history that gives the assassin his powers. Oh, yeah. The he,
1: he's Leonardo powers. da Vinci. The, 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 the
0: Leonardo uh, Herodotus was, I think, the one from the Greek movie, or the Greek game.
1: Yeah, it's Herodotus in, the, in Odyssey. In Odyssey. And- yeah so that's
0: that's who this would be yeah. that's who this character is i, I swear that someone uh, at the assassin's Although creed has pl- watched this movie anything. he
1: just records everything like a true dream. but you know what i mean yeah i gotcha
0: so, um Herod he he is uh he's been inventing things like gunpowder or refining it at least. Yeah, he
1: says he got it from China. Which, which
0: makes sense.
1: Makes sense, but it's a little bit early. Yeah. But oh well, we're not gonna think about that. No,
0: he also invented a catapult, which is how first him and the the he run first time that the rock runs into this room.
1: It's with the kid.
0: It's with the kid, and the rock pulls a sword on the guy. The guy says, are you here to kill Memnon? And the the rock pulls a sword on him and puts it to the guy's throat. He goes, yeah. And the guy goes, oh, good. Well, in that case, I should say he's out there. In the training
1: yard. Yeah, because he
0: actually hates Memnon as anyone with brains would. Like
1: everybody. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But then uh, later, after Matthias fails to successfully kill Memnon... Uh, he runs back into that office, and, or the, the the inventor's room, yeah. and he asks the inventor, "Is there any other way? How's the only, how do I get out of here?" And he goes, "The door you just came through." Yeah. And then he notices that the catapult, Matthias does the catapult is aimed at a window. Yeah. And then the guy said, "I originally invented that." Matthias goes, "What the hell is this?" And he goes, and Phyllis goes. Oh, it was a, f- a form of uh, transportation in order to get people from one level to another. Unfortunately, there was some problem with the landing. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, and he jumps in there and then throws a knife he, and he, activates it. He reaches
1: it. for the handle. He's like, oh, don't touch that. That will throw it off. Like, No, that set will end. activate it. Yeah, he goes, set oh, off. okay. And
0: then he gets in the basket and throws a knife at the same handle That's and cool. it
1: launches. <laughs> and then he
0: crashes through the floor uh and then he's
1: fine he's
0: fine because he's he's captain he's, america
1: he's his, <laughs> his charisma saves him a lot yeah. he has almost in D D terms he takes almost no fall damage every time
0: yeah
1: and he lands
0: in arguably the most i don't know if this is exactly when this happens but it, 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 after evading the guards for a while he lands and we get the most exploitative and i'll be honest most Beautiful shot in the movie to me. <laughs> uh, Kelly Hugh is taking a bath apparently and she, as the sorcerer and she does the hair flip stand up thing where her hair is perfectly covering her boobs but she's wearing nothing else. Yeah. I think she's wearing skin It's so
1: PG-13. I think she's
0: wearing skin tight like flesh colored outfit but you can't really tell. No, it,
1: she's not wearing anything. No, no, the, it, it says later
0: in the I checked the INDB it says that there that when that one point she was wearing like from the waist down like skin tight uh, flesh colored Pants. It's
1: implied in the movie that she's Oh, like yeah, she's
0: supposed to be shed. naked in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And um, Matthias grabs her and they escape. And, and,
1: um, uh,
0: out of the bathtub. Uh, well, he drains the tub, which apparently there was, the hole was big enough to fit both of them. And then they flush out into...
1: Which seems very dangerous. How did she not escape beforehand? Yeah,
0: she doesn't want to be there. We find that out later. So why hasn't she used this escape attempt
1: before? But But she just didn't think of it with her future sight.
0: She did have a pretty good joke, though, where when um, this kid is outside of Water Fountain and he throws in a coin and clearly makes a wish. And then as soon as he drops the coin in, Kelly Hugh, naked, surfaces from the water. And
1: he sees her boobs and he's just like...
0: He goes, thank the gods. <laughs> I'm
1: like, oh my god. It's, it's the most sexist joke, but it's hilarious. It's really funny. <laughs> um,
0: so then uh, The Rock basically takes Kelly Hugh hostage, and they start ru- ru- running off. The, the, the nervous guy, Arpit... Took, tries to take uh, Matthias's camel, which his camel is great. We haven't really talked about. I his camel. I love that camel. His camel has a lot of character. He's, he's almost on the level of the horse from Tangled. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not quite there. But he's close.
1: It's only because it's a real, it's a real, it's a live action movie. That's yeah. the only reason why this horse was not like the camel. One, or yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry. I was thinking of Road to El Dorado for yeah. some reason.
0: The camel is is very much.
1: Basically like the horse from... Like, yeah, he's, he's very
0: or much or devoted to Matthias and has no interest in, in obeying anybody else. <laughs> right. And Matthias is really on the camel's side, too, because, like, his brothers at the start of the movie were saying, you know, we all like horse... Why don't you ride a horse? And he goes... They're faster. They're faster. And he goes, yeah, but camels are smarter.
1: Yeah. And
0: throughout the movie, the camel does prove to be pretty smart, so...
1: And honestly, I'm thinking, and, like, I'm watching it and I'm like, yeah, also the camel would last longer because, like, yeah, sure, horses are faster, but they have to stop more often. They have to drink water more often.
0: It's not quite to the level of live action. The, the closest live action version of this I can think of, and I know you didn't think of this because you haven't seen it, is um, the Lone Ranger live action movie with Johnny Depp. The horse that's uh, apparently silver, the horse that the Lone Ranger rides, it's yeah. implied, is a mystical horse- that has chosen the character to, to be, to, to chosen his rider, basically. And he's very smart throughout the movie. In fact, I would say that horse accomplishes more than both the other characters combined. <laughs> but this, this camel isn't quite to that level, but I, it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. So anyway, um, after they get ma- uh, meet up, you know, the camel, Arpid, the sorcerer being held held by Matthias, they ride off into the desert, and Memnon sends uh, his best guard with 12 other guys and then uh Mathias realizes there's going to be a storm incoming and they're being chased so he tells the sorcerer and arpid to throw a blanket over themselves oh, and lie oh, down
1: the, you forgot to mention like before like when he's sending them he has the poison arrow oh yeah he's sending the, the
0: poison arrow Okay, where
1: the scorpion comes in yeah
0: this is actually quite important yeah. from a title perspective it has yeah. nothing to do with the story nah. But from I the, mean
1: a little bit, but not. Well, if if in the other version
0: of this, like the version we'll get to at the end with the extra scenes added in, it would have more resonance. But yeah. in this version, it doesn't. Not really. But any ver- anyway, uh, when he's um, when Menon is sending those guys, he cuts up a scorpion and then dips uh, one of his arrows in the in the venom.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, from the scorpion's tail, and then says to his lead guy, "Make sure you give this to the Acadian for me." So the Akkadian, like, th- this is where the cave scene comes in, because Matthias times it perfectly so that he's riding at them in full force when the storm hits, and all these other guards don't know what to do. So Matthias kills a couple of them, and then the rest of them follow him into a cave. Oh. And I'll let you do the cave oh, sequence, because oh, I know you like I, this. I
1: do, but I don't know if I can say it right. It's just so good.
0: It <laughs> guys a lot of fun. Like,
1: Because at first okay they run in without thinking there's there's rocks on the ground and everything the sand's just moving around but they don't notice it um but like they just run in and one guy just falls straight to the sandwich it's it's
0: straight it's exactly like the lightning sand sequence in princess bride where yeah. one second buttercup's standing there the next second she's missing really
1: it's and the exact
0: same kind of quicksand
1: i laughed <laughs> because a second guy did the same dancing. <laughs> I would have been like, okay, okay, if one dude did it, they'd think, oh, rocks. But no, a second dude went in and did the same. Yeah, thing.
0: He's just like okay.
1: And then, and then the leader. He
0: doesn't step specifically there, but he steps like a half a foot to the right of it, and like and this does is the same safe thing. and boom. And <laughs> then
1: the leader dude's like, stand on the rocks, stand on the rocks, and then the entire time you just see a, like movement in the background. Yeah. Like, clearly the rock and like they're running around trying to find this guy and slowly he's like grabbing people like there's like this part with a sand waterfall kind of thing yeah and he just grabs one of them and then the guy with the other with his sword is trying to hit it and then like he gets grabbed as well
0: it's very assassin's creed
1: oh it's so great and and just, the best
0: part is the the shadow yeah.
1: oh yeah oh yeah yeah like as of like a, he's taking him out one by one by like he grabbed one guy by the neck with his belt and just woof yeah and then there's one part where the guy's walking not back. his
0: belt he grabs him with the bow
1: oh yeah the. Oh. It was his
0: bow yeah it was his bow which no, makes no sense bow. because he doesn't have his bow at that point no it but, was
1: it was a belt kind of thing. you sure because
0: i thought it was a bow I'm pretty, but whatever it's either way either just lifts way him he up. grabs the great thing is that the, the, the leader is like okay everybody this way and stay close and then one by one they walk by the camera and then the last guy's going to walk by he gets grabbed by the neck and lifted up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: then like there's another guy who's walking around and he's pretending to be his shadow and it, then he is yeah it's you can't. T- it looks great. Like he looks like he's a shadow, and then he pulls off the like thing, the the shroud that he was using to like hide mm-hmm. it, and he grabs that guy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah,
0: because the way it's framed, it's kind of like that scene in um, uh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula yeah. where you see the shadow behind Dracula, and it's doing the same exact things as Dracula is, and then suddenly. Uh, the guy turns around, you know you see the shadow, but then you turn around and then the guy isn 't there he 's on the other side of him. The shadow is on the wrong side of the wall, yeah and, and Johnny and uh, oh um what 's who 's the guy from Keanu Reeves. Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves doesn't react to it, yeah. even though he should. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, it's that Matthias. The way it's framed, it's like it's it's that guy's shadow. Yeah. And then Matthias takes off his hood, and it's revealed he's he's actually just walking right behind him. And the guy like looks at the wall and sees his shadow not doing what he's doing, and he turns around and ooh. And then there's a, a sequence where they're all in, like, the center of the cave, and yeah, then Matthias yeah. is running around and coming in and slicing them and running and, back and it's around. And like,
1: like, it's like a strobe light effect. Like Because yeah. of the way just, the
0: sand it, is hitting outside. Yeah,
1: it's just, like, it's light and dark, and it's just like, woof. And then all of a sudden, all that's left is the leader, and then he...
0: Well, the leader and one other guy, And one other
1: guy, But we
0: don't know the one... The one other guy isn't in the cave. He must have just been outside the whole time. Yeah, he
1: must have been just like...
0: So they run outside, and the guy is like... the, The leader guy runs back outside like a coward, and he goes, Show me your face! And then as soon as he... And then right from behind him comes The Rock. Yeah. And he... Matthias, and he starts fighting, and then he... The, 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 Matthias owns him really quick.
1: Yeah, because he, he's clearly, like, not that great of a fighter. No, there's a great
0: moment where, like, at several points in the movie, they clearly show this guy, even though he's big and looks badass, and is he, a coward.
1: Yeah, he show, he always pushes his men in front of him. Yeah, there's a great moment
0: off. when Matthias was, fall, like, chose to jump off of a, a roof. He's,
1: and like, and go him, he he's like, go get him, and he's he pushes two guys after him. Which
0: and they both is, go pull right they, on the roof. <laughs> yeah, they both die in the fall. It's great. Um,
1: Meanwhile, The Rock is fine because he landed in the bathroom.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was when he met Kelly Hugh yeah. as the sorcerer. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the the story is um, so so the big guy, the leader, gets stabbed, but he isn't out. And before Matthias can finish him, the last of his supporters, I guess, comes up and tries to save the leader. The Matthias kills that guy, but it gives the leader just long enough to, to grab to pull out that, poison, pull out arrow. that poison arrow and, and stab him in the calf. Yeah, and then. Um, uh, then that guy dies, and Matthias goes, Urgh! and then we br- he breaks off like the arrow, and just lays, and then we get the the screen wipes with the sand from the sandstorm. Yeah. And then it's after post sandstorm, and Arpid, and um, the sorcerer Cassandra. Cassandra. I, I keep calling her Cassandra because even though I don't think she says her name in the movie, in one of the games I played, which I will touch on, they mention her name. I think Cassandra. they
1: said it in the movie at one point. I'm just.
0: Maybe. She's listed as the sorceress in the credits, so I'm not sure. I could have
1: sworn they said it was Cassandra. Well, either way... um, Cassandra
0: is the character's name based on the following game, which I will talk talk about in a bit.
1: But But, um, she's just the sorceress in the movie. Sorceress. Sorcerer, whatever. They
0: refer to her specifically as the Sorcerer, which I think was meant to hide the fact that it's going to be a, a hot woman. I guess she has referred to Sorceress in the credits, but
1: it's either way. They
0: refer to her as the Sorcerer just to hide the fact that it was going to be a hot woman, even though they gave that up in the in the trailer, because I remember that moment in the trailer and when she turns always hate around. I remember
1: when trailers do that, kind of like, oh, it's mm-hmm. a big secret, and then all of a sudden,
0: BAM! Yeah, it would have been a better surprise if it turned out that the voiceover was actually from the Sorcerer, but you didn't know. Yeah. And then the Sorcerer, you, you're assuming it's going to be this old weathered man, because you don't see Kelly Hugh, I don't think, in any of those tales of Memnon in the opening. And then the sorcerer is wearing this, when she turns around in that moment, she's wearing this, like, giant, high, like, uh, Gallifreyan outfit. She's
1: wearing this big cloak. big (laughs) cloak with a huge
0: neck that covers her entire head. Yeah,
1: you don't see her entire body. Yeah, it's it's
0: just got a huge neck piece that goes off. And then she turns around and it's a hot chick. And, like, that would have been a good surprise. Yeah. And it also, but
1: oh well uh, movie trailers just do that they do that
0: occasionally mm. so anyway um so matthias uh the, the arpid and the sorceress um are looking for matthias in the desert post the sandstorm they find the camel that was near stayed near its master yeah like a good boy and matthias is like he stands up all triumphant and then arpid's like, He's He's like you're invincible you're invincible and then he falls over
1: <laughs> and he, Looks like, And it does like the weird, you know, the two early 2000s, oh, I'm poisoned, where you shake, and it's like yeah. kind of slow-mo, but it's more, it's yeah. like a combination of stop-motion, slow-mo kind of thing. Kind of. And <laughs> then, um...
0: So the sorcerer says that uh, he's going to die uh, unless I can cure him. And even then, this, the blood of the scorpion will flow through him for his entire life, which is meant to justify the title of Scorpion King. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and then um, she does a thing where she straddles him.
1: I know. I'm like, okay. And
0: then she almost kisses him, but I guess she's actually sucking out the poison through his mouth.
1: Yeah. Um, it's a flash of white. It's
0: a magic thing. She's it's magic-y 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 it. She sucks magic curing
1: him. She's sex a that sounds like a spell from it's magisex my... <laughs> it's magisex it sounds Megan. like a, a spell from one of my board games yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds like
0: but it looks like she's about to do him you yeah. know and then, uh and then uh after... she
1: falls over passed out yeah and then
0: uh they the next morning mathias is like why did you save me and she says because i think you deserve to be saved i think you can save
1: the people. the people,
0: and then he's like, "I know the people are not my concern." And she goes, "My he goes, my concern is killing Memnon." And then she says, "You and the people have the same problem."
1: Yeah, I feel <laughs> that. I feel that hardcore right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know what you mean. So then, um, so then they walk into an oasis to get food and drink. At this point, yeah. And at oh oh wait before that, Nephias uh, takes the lead guards' like necklace breaks it and then good. puts it on the falcon that survived and then sent that falcon back to Memnon. Yeah, Because he, the yeah. plan was, Matthias was hoping that Memnon would come himself and then to get kill. the sorceress back and they could kill him. But he sent his goons, so this was meant to literally make Memnon so angry he would come himself. Yeah, um, And then Memnon like lies to his men and says, oh good, we got the sorceress back, she's fine. And then says to the kid that killed his dad, to prove his loyalty, the the betrayer that gave up Matthias and his brother's plan, yeah. he says uh, she's been uh, tripled the guard or something like that, and prepare the men for war or whatever. And then he says, I'm gonna...
1: "We're moving up our time." Line. Yeah, we're moving
0: up our timetable. And he, he ups the the plan to conquer. Which I re- think
1: that's the reason why they took it out is so that because i with the we'll talk out. about
0: that with the time. Yeah. timeline because I yeah. think I know what you're about to say, but yeah. I don't want to spoil it yet because yeah, it it's want a lot of setup. Thing. Yeah. So anyway, um, then we get to the the oasis is where Matthias and them are all getting drinks and cleaning up. Yeah,
1: they ran into the... They ran into
0: the... the, 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 who's, the, the, the who's
1: testing his, uh, gunpowder. Gunpowder, his magic it, powder, but it's gunpowder. It's
0: gunpowder. It's gunpowder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he
0: successfully... He escaped when uh, the guards realized that Matthias used... The catapult to escape they sent to kill him and he's like okay i gotta get out of here oh, yeah. so Philos ran and he's he,
1: like oh all i needed was salt and i yeah. peter salt and i, yeah, I actually love it because
0: he's so into his experiment then when he's done with that he goes by the way do you guys happen to have any water because <laughs> he's just so <laughs> he thirsty looks like
1: he just blew himself up. yeah he's got he's covered in Black dust and I also they're... love that
0: apparently him and the sorceress had like a bit of a repertoire uh, repartee She's because like, yeah, like hey apparently
1: they're friendly. I'm guessing
0: because they're both being kept by Memnon as kind of his pets. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we should say earlier that there's a there's a thing where Memnon says once he successfully conquered the last of the resistance, he's going to basically rape the sorceress. Like he yeah. says, "I'm going to have you in my bed," and it's implied that. Uh, it's basically right because she could not be more clear she isn't into him. Yeah. But from his perspective, she has to be into him because he's the ruler. He's
1: so he's the sexy hardcore so awesome a, warrior ruler. Yeah.
0: We also should clarify that the only reason he's in charge is because he's the greatest warrior.
1: Yeah, they say that right at the beginning. Say that right at the
0: beginning. Well it's important for the ending that yeah. the great the king of this particular kingdom is the greatest warrior. So anyway, not
1: exactly a reliable form of government right no. there.
0: And the sorceress I mean, says, oh, well, you can't take me in your bed because if you do, I'll lose my powers. You know, we've, that's been a part of the legend forever. And he goes, well, at this point, there's going to be no more resistance, so I can have you however I want you, basically. Yeah. And like I said, it's one of those things, points to the actress of Kelly Hugh, because she made it very clear. With, she was trying to play it like she was scared that Memnon would kill her if she said no. Okay. But she was also trying to make it clear she wasn't into him. Yeah. So there's a very well presented "I'm not into you" vibe while she's saying this, but she's not saying it like "I don't want to be with you." You know, yeah. like it was a real subtle, it's, but it was it's, bad. All, it's
1: all in her body language, and it's really good. Like even there's even a part where he's like, "You think I'm cruel?" She never said it or anything. She just looks at him the entire yeah, time. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's
0: a very well. She did a really good job playing that part. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Um. So the oasis that they go to, they get captured by the guys that work for Michael Clark Duncan from the start of the movie, yeah. and it turns out that they are in a like a pit area that's been like turned into another big oasis that he's has a lot of people, including that kid, yeah. that Matthias paid earlier. It's all
1: refugees that are hiding from from all
0: over the world. I love how multicultural this is.
1: Yeah, like the <laughs> last. Uh, it's implied that the last place he conquered was ruled by a lady named Isis, and we see her in the camp with her. Female warriors—they're all a bunch of female warriors. Yeah,
0: remember and, ISIS because that's going to be confusing in, when I talk about the when I talk about the games.
1: Yeah, cause um, she's she's actually important in this movie. somewhat. a little bit, a but, little bit. But Her Michael Clark words. Duncan is
0: apparently the one running most everything. The great thing yeah. is in the opening of the movie. Uh, The kid that killed his dad, that killed the Sheriff of Nottingham, he says, what are you, because Michael Clark Duncan is like, I'm not going to risk my people to die. And he goes, what people do you have? You're the king of nothing but rocks. Mm -hmm. And then Michael Clark Duncan grabs the kid's hand and like crushes it. And then the kid drops to his knees and he goes, "If I'm not a king of anything, then why are you on your knees before me?" Which was oh, my badass. Oh,
1: it was so badass. I, I but the it. idea is that I miss Michael Clark Duncan.
0: I the I really, ra- I really do. God, God bless him. Uh, wherever uh, you are, I hope you're. I hope you're dancing with the angels right now. Because I, 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 the reason I say that is because if you've ever seen Armageddon, there's a moment when he's being tested like by the NASA guys and he goes pork rind this and he rips off his shirt and starts doing a striptease dance (laughs) to show off his muscles. And um, it's meant to be a funny moment, and it is. And that was, like, his he's first just, real movie, and I, I miss him so much. He's
1: just one of those actors that was always in the background, and he deserved better. And... He was.
0: He did play. Okay, like I want to clarify. Play. I still think that the Daredevil TV show version of Kingpin is better, because it is a much more layered character, but he is the best part of the Daredevil movie, is him <laughs> as Kingpin. Yeah. He was phenomenal choice. I, I miss you, great. Michael Clark Duncan, wherever you are. Yeah. I, I hope that you're being... I hope you're having fun. Because yeah. you deserve it. He
1: was great in Green Mile as well. Oh, yeah. He was great in that movie. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Uh, but anyway, getting Sorry, back...
1: Sorry, we're reminiscing about Michael Clark Duncan
0: now. I, I miss him. He, he's been gone a few years. And like, we've yeah, lost a lot Ron of great was actors. Yeah, fun in
1: this movie, but my God.
0: <laughs> we've lost a few good actors over the years. But he, he died at the age of 54. Far too young.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Michael Clark Duncan did. Yeah. Uh, his character's name, by the way, is Balthazar. Which is a good, cool name. Yeah. So uh dwayne johnson gets dragged uh, matthias the sorceress Philos, the the inventor and in arpid are dragged before michael clark duncan in his little oasis yeah. where every pretty much everybody that's left that's in a freedom fighter basically is there yeah we have people from obviously asia people from africa everybody
1: yeah nubians, nubians all, all that all this nice.
0: stuff and then um he says i want to kill you because you threatened to kill me and then uh, he goes, I'm going to kill I'm gonna kill that source. Bring the, the woman to me. Yeah. And then Matthias like says... Like,
1: Isis is like, no, you cannot kill them. This is for all of us. Yeah, it's for
0: everybody who is an enemy of Memnon. Yeah.
1: yeah and then Michael... Judgment's God, clouded. And Michael
0: Clark goes, my judgment isn't clouded. Bring me the woman. And as soon as the guy comes up to grab the girl, the sorceress, yeah. uh, Matthias gets his, you know, knocks him out, takes his sword, gets his bonds cut, and says, anyone who comes for the woman comes through me. And then Balthazar slash Michael Clark Duncan is like, that's exactly what I was hoping for. And then we get a great fight between the two of them.
1: Oh yeah, it
0: has some really great moments. But the two I will point out more the than beginning. ever, the beginning The beginning with the sword breaking. That's yeah, want to talk about? Okay, so okay, this turned out to be an accident that actually was so cool they put it in the trailer. In the mo- when they're first running at each other. Uh, they slash their swords, and their swords break. And if you look at their acting, they're both, like, shocked and looking away really quick because the shattered pieces of the sword were unexpected. It turns out that was completely accidental. Their swords weren't meant to break. They were supposed to sword fight for a bit, then knock each other's swords out of each other's hands, and then it would defend into a fist fight. But the actors, you know, anybody who says that the rock cannot act yeah this is my like being able to play into some a mistake like this and make yeah. it cool is a really hard thing to do yes and i admit his wrestling background probably helped with this yeah. but it's just it's not easy to do because they both look at their swords yeah but they were shattered and they throw them down and then they run at each other and start fist fighting which they then re- rewrote the scene so that was how it played out as yeah. opposed to them sword fighting for a bit which not only is cooler because it's just cool to see two guys with arms their size punching each other. Yeah. But it's just so awesome like the idea that the only person in this entire universe that's anywhere near as powerful as The Rock is Michael Clark Duncan and that's why their swords couldn't handle it. Yeah, they were <laughs> <just laughs> smashed.
1: Yeah, they just <laughs> it, smashed. It's great. It was so cool. It was very much like I kept comparing it to the the moment in Indiana Jones where he shoots the guy with the sword. Yeah. that's what it felt like to me, kind of. That was pretty so, cool. I, it's very yeah. close.
0: <laughs> it was uh, way
1: more in character too, to me. Yeah,
0: to just drop their swords and start punching each other. Yeah. I like that. Oh, and you mean the gun shooting thing in Indiana yeah. Jones? Yeah. Uh, the second thing I missed. Yeah. The second thing, as I'm mean, going to mention, is the part where Michael Clark Duncan crashes through a pillar with his yeah. shoulder, which oh, yeah. also was in the trailer, uh, because that's just awesome. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a lot of accidents happened in this fight, of Well, I think that was
0: intentional. That was supposed to happen because no, the pillar was I'm designed.
1: Talking, yeah, not that. I'm talking about some other things. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. I'm going to
0: save that for last. Yeah. Um, what was the third thing? The, the, the third one was, it wasn't that. It was something else. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what else was really cool in that fight.
1: Just the whole thing. Really? God, yeah, it's sure. like the sphere. Parts try- and yeah, the- they, they
0: go around punching each other. And then the last thing is that during one of the fight moments, uh, the Michael Clark Duncan was apparently supposed to dodge back, but he went forward right when the Rock was throwing a, a elbow. Yeah, and he popped Michael Clark Duncan in the jaw. And, uh. and they, they show the video in the deleted scenes and the outtakes. You can see it. Like, yeah. Michael Clark Duncan drops. Like, he gets knocked on his ass. Uh, no, he's just
1: on his knee. Yeah, and then they, cut, they
0: intercut with, like, the scene. There's an interview specifically with... Michael Clark Duncan and The Rock about that. Yeah. And Michael Clark Duncan keeps saying, The Rock keeps saying, I knocked him out. I didn't mean to, but I knocked him out. And then Michael Clark Duncan's like, he did not knock me out. He knocked me down to one knee. <laughs> Tell him it was one knee. And then they show the Tom kid. Stop
1: telling people you knocked me out. <laughs> he know. knocked
0: me down to one knee. And then he cuts to the video. And, and it's, it's
1: somewhere in between, really. Yeah, he gets knocked
0: on his ass. It's <laughs> funny. Clearly uh, he
1: falls backwards on his butt.
0: All the way down. Like, he's all the way flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, apparently, on set, just because they were having fun with, my, with Michael Harkin and wanted to get back at... The Rock, a bit. He went to the makeup department. He went to the makeup department and they put a whole bunch of like wads in his face to make it look like his jaw was all screwed up. And he walks back out and goes, like I can't do the movie anymore, Rock. You screwed my face up. And then there's like a photo that they, because like, the whole crew was And like, the Rock looks oh, so depressed. He looks so broken. He's like, oh, I'm so really, I heard Michael Clark <laughs> <again>. <laughs> And then he just likes, and then he, um, then he like took out the wadding. And then there's a scene where he goes, and you, Lego Clark Duncan is, you'd better hope you never hit me that hard again.
1: And <laughs> they're like, ah and, and then they all laughed,
0: and <laughs> the rock just started smiling. He's like, I, might use, I might use that clip for my picture for that episode where he just turns to the camera and smiles, because yeah. he's got a, the biggest smile in the world. <laughs> um, it's so sweet. That, those yeah. two clearly had a good rapport. Yeah. Uh, two giant men, they clearly had a rapport. And then after that, they're friends. Like, they're literally, the, the movie, that scene ends with... Um, the Rock having a spear to Michael Clark Duncan's throat and saying, "Do you yield?" and Michael Clark Duncan says, Never. "Never." And he goes, "Then you're an idiot because we should be brothers in this fight against Memnon. And it's really weird that he changed his entire opinion within like two scenes because he didn't like give a crap. Day. Yeah, you didn't give a crap about the people like earlier. literally
1: last night. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, this well, morning. Yeah, yeah. No, it was. No, it was. Yeah. No, it, was it was the, the day before.
0: It was that morning because she. They both slept the whole night.
1: No, he said that before he got poisoned.
0: No, he said that after he got poisoned because she, because she asked him he asked her why did you save me and she uh, said because you were going to help the see, people. See, I
1: told you I'm going to do that thing where I'm getting everything out of order.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, then just. But it
1: still me. was literally like before all. It's this. only
0: a few scenes. At it's most. not
1: long enough to actually have that. But again, it.
0: much like the Mummy Returns, this is not a series, a movie you want to look too deeply into the motivations and characteristics. I choose to believe the, the reason character
1: development character is, development is for the plot only and nothing I, else. I
0: choose to believe the reason that the that's matthias said that is because he realized that taking on memnon alone was nearly impossible so he needed to get everybody else on board with this literally
1: the opposite of the message of the music video that's yeah. for the
0: stupid yeah literally the song is i stand alone by god smack which i'm sorry it was so self-aggrandizing to the lead singer because he will we'll diverge we'll slightly talk about that at the end we'll talk about it uh, but anyway in the. Um, in uh, so Matthias gives a speech like we need to take down uh, the bad guy and everybody's like okay we're and then um, that night Kelly Hugh has uh, the sorceress has a vision of Memnon just killing them all like with yeah
1: killing this entire village entire village Including all these the kids that she's looking at, yeah, at that yeah
0: all of them are gonna die. And she goes to Matthias, and she says something along the lines of, I had a vision that that they're going to die. And then he goes, Memnon will die by my hand. And then she touches Matthias. It's
1: like it's your fate
0: to... It's your fate to die. If you face Memnon, you will die. And then um, he goes, I'll make my own fate. And then the two of them have sex. And this is important <laughs> for the story that they have sex. Okay? <laughs> and then... Unlike
1: uh, most movies. <laughs> unlike most
0: movies. Well, it... it it's more like the, the the story is meant to justify them hooking up, yeah. but it's it's still an interesting subplot to some extent. Yeah. And then the movie continues with um, uh, Matthias wakes up the next morning. She leaves before Matthias wakes up and goes back to Memnon in order to keep the, the, the people safe. In order to protect the people. And Matthias wakes up and realizes she's gone. And, then and Mathi- what she's doing. And what she's doing. And Matthias says, I'm not going to let her face him alone. So Michael Clark Duncan... Completely does a 180 and says, "I'm going with you. We're gonna go kill that guy." And then a whole bunch of the ladies go, and it's it's just this big thing. They That's all decide wonderful. to invade, <laughs> and uh, they play. For some reason, Nemnon decided to throw a wild ass party the night before he's about to conquer the rest of the world. Yeah. Usually, you do that after you successfully win. But
1: apparently, he's like one of those like early risers. I, I guess. guess.
0: He wants to give his men an excuse to have fun before they die, I guess.
1: Um,
0: So then, while his men have been questioning up till now if the sorcerer is still around because their faith is really in the sorcerer and not Memnon.
1: Yeah, and they hadn't seen her in a while. She was always at the meetings and everything, but apparently she hadn't been because you know she wasn't <laughs>
0: yeah, so then memnon's um so then she walks in right then and says i'm sorry i'm late i have, I have to do i've
1: been not feeling well so yeah. that's why i haven't been seeing you guys and there's going to be a
0: great victory coming i promise you that and then um, memnon sends all of his men back to bed he kills the one that was questioning him
1: and, and then uh and ends the feast
0: so ends the feast uh, complete with hot ladies in bikinis <laughs>
1: There was b- dancing Bikini Babies. <laughs>
0: They're in the trailer. Yeah. That's, like, clearly they hired belly dancers to do this because they were able to do the whole shimmy thing that belly dancers not, do. Yeah,
1: not just belly dancers, but also... It, it, it was very modern dance for that time. Yeah, it looked, it, it, it looked like did, a music
0: video scene. It
1: did not look like <sighs> dancing that would probably be of the time period. It looked very much music video dance.
0: But it was still in there. And yeah. then... um Memnon senses there's something different about the sorcerer, so he challenges her with the Egyptian equivalent of Russian roulette,
1: Yeah. where
0: he brings out, he has his men. I guess, this Six was,
1: pots that he's randomly set up. Well, this
0: was all preset, I guess, because yeah. he doesn't even say anything to his men. They just bring in the pots. There are six pots and four cobras, Yeah. or snakes. I guess they're cobras.
1: They're cobras.
0: And then he puts them in four of the pots, and then he spins the pots, and he tells her, "Use your powers and find out which pots are empty." Yeah. And she does one, and then he's like, the, the, "It's clearly he thinks that she's lost her powers." Yeah. And he thinks that she's had, she's cheated on him, basically yeah. from his perspective. She's cheated. She is not his girlfriend nor his property, but from his perspective, she is. Yeah. And um, so he's acting all but hurt. <laughs> he's about acting this. like a
1: nice guy.
0: <laughs> In quotations, yeah. nice guy. Just so we're clear. Yeah. And then um so he gets uh he she successfully finds one of the empty pots and then he goes you know I see fear on your face. And the thing is knowing the ending that I guess the fear was specifically either she was afraid he was going to kill her, no matter what. Yeah. Or she was genuinely afraid for the people she left behind that yeah. he was about to kill them because we find out, spoilers, she actually hasn't lost her powers. That was yeah. all, we'll touch on this again when we get there. It's, but a, it's a myth just, that her people made. That her people made.
1: Because like she pulls out the snake. Yeah, and... she
0: pulled out the snake. Like the second time uh, she reaches into a pot, she doesn't choose an empty pot. She chooses a pot that's full of snake, and she like basically controls it with her mind, I guess, and uses it to attack him. Yeah. To threaten him. Um, and while this is happening, Matthias and his friends are showing up and there's a four-stage plan. Yeah. Matthias is going to use his assassin skills to go in and kill Memnon and save the sorcerer. The,
1: his friends, on the other hand, are going uh, to come Michael and...
0: Clark Duncan and the Amazon women are going to fight in the courtyard but Michael Clark Duncan eventually gets separated. They act like a they act like, like the, they, they act like they're supposed to be the hot chicks that are at the party that we saw earlier, but yeah, the but, party's already shut down.
1: Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I, I think it was in the middle of shutting down when they showed up, so... So, it,
0: it, whatever. And then, um...
1: Hot ladies coming through, including... <laughs> uh including uh michael clark duncan who's dressed as a hot yeah. lady <laughs> yeah it has a
0: great moment where mathias he goes michael clark duncan says be careful Matthias, and he goes i'll be fine ma'am <laughs> <No need laughs> i'll be fine your... lady miss there's <laughs> no
1: need for your concern miss yeah, And then or he man, goes i'm or... gonna
0: get you with that
1: <laughs>
0: which was kind of funny
1: yeah uh, and then let me see your pretty face yeah. hey yeah. <laughs>
0: And then, um, though ironically, Michael Clark Duncan's is closer to what prostitutes of that era probably looked like, <laughs> face-wise. <laughs> not, but probably not the muscles, but the face, definitely. They looked a lot... Le- they did not look like, like hot chicks they that you've seen. Nice they did teeth,
1: we'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: god i miss michael clark duncan <laughs> <laughs> he was such a sport uh, but anyway uh so the uh the 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 next thing that happens is um yeah. and then the other two the the Philos, the the greek guy the inventor and Arpid, are going to go into the sewers to the base construction stone yeah. and use his magic powder slash gunpowder to blow it up yeah and uh, so um Mathi- during the the snake testing scene, Matthias is sneaking in, and then as soon as like um, what's his face, Memnon pulls out his sword and cuts the snake's head off. Yeah. You know, all angry at the sorcerer for not being all obedient and immediately being there. He's for He's like, him. "What
1: is this sorcery? You're
0: gonna yeah. you're gonna test your your magic against steel." Uh, then Matthias jumps down, and there's a cute cool fight. Uh, multi-stage fight. We cut between him and they do the the the, the Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi thing where we're cutting to different plots that are all happening at the yeah. same moment.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh The 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 comic relief sidekick and the great uh,
1: dude.
0: the Greek dude are, are loading up the sand, the bags of. Gunpowder
1: hits itself in the head for some reason. Yeah, and
0: then the uh, that was
1: a thing that happened often. Yeah, that
0: <laughs> and on the surface, um, the the Amazon ladies are doing a badass fight with a bunch of guards. Yeah, and then a bunch of more guards are attacking Michael Clark Duncan and basically shoving him through the castle.
1: He's kicking their asses. He's kicking
0: their asses, and then he gets a great moment where um, the son of the sheriff of Nottingham tries riding at him. And he grabs the guy's spear and flips him off, and then uh, flips him off his horse. Yeah. And then the guy's on the ground like, ooh, and then Michael Clark Duncan walks over and said, this is for your father, and then stabs the kid
1: Yeah. off
0: camera, which was great, because yeah. he deserved it. Totally. Little fucker. <laughs> Forgive my language, but he was.
1: I mean, he wasn't much of a character, anyways. No, he all wasn't much of a character. All we know is he cut his dad's head off like a
0: dude. He cut the sheriff of Nottingham's head off. That actor yeah. is great. Yeah. He robbed us from that character being in the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah, he robbed but, us of this. <laughs>
0: so he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Matthias and Memnon are having this big badass fight, and then it ends, it gets to the point where in the vision that Kelly Hugh had, the sorcerer had
1: starts to come true. It starts yeah. to come true
0: where um, Matthias gets kicked off um, mm-hmm. a balcony and lands in the area where the party was.
1: Yeah, gets And then um, hit with an arrow. Gets hit. Well, well, uh, well, hang on. It's a little different.
0: It's a little different. In the, in the vision, he just stands up and gets shot with an arrow in the back. Yeah. In this version, Kelly Hugh tries to warn him and then take the arrow herself, but he grabs her and spins around to protect her and gets shot in the back. Yeah. Wondering it... Like, why did, we were both like, why did she just yell duck? Yeah. solve <laughs> solved the problem. They didn't uh, know what
1: ducks were, Eric. Duh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um... And uh, <laughs> this moment, more than any other in the movie, is the one we'll have to come back to when we're talking about the other version of this story, because this is critical yeah. at this moment. It's when this secondary plot that they edited out was in this. yeah But for this version, uh, Memnon is... Up on his pedestal. And we're cutting around to everybody's in trouble. Michael yeah. Clark Duncan is yeah. about to be swarmed. Um, the Amazons are about to be swarmed by guards. The the, the guys downstairs, they the, get, the Greek guy. And they, they get the captured kind of really, by... They've been captured. Just about to light the fuse. Yeah. But they've been captured. And Matthias is like, oh, <laughs> with this it, face. Not great. Not, pain. not great. Not, not the best pain face ever. No. <laughs> uh, so he, pulls, he stands up and at uh, and he pulls out he does he, does, he grabs his bow because his bow was taken by the bad guys early in the movie
1: yeah they and actually make a, a. yeah
0: there's a great there's kind of a greek a, thing well i'll let like, you explain it
1: yeah they kind of make like a little reference because they let he left his bow behind because he got captured earlier and the bad guys like the bad guy who betrayed his father is like pulling on the string and he can't even like pull it back because mm. it's it Bows are made for the person who fired them, mm-hmm. and I, I, we believe it might be just a reference to Odysseus and mm-hmm. his trials where his wife, uh, Penelope? I
0: think it was Penelope. Yeah,
1: Penelope said that in order to win her, her marriage, her hand in marriage, they had to string Odysseus's bow, pull it back, and fire it.
0: Through, like, several, like, rings.
1: It was like a... It was, they were axes that were lined up with but a But they board. had a ring on the end. Yeah. And then... Uh, but they, none of them could even string the bow. Yeah, they
0: all... She said, um, in one version of the movie I saw, because I never read the, the Tales of Odysseus, mm. um, in one version, she, they were like, no one can do that. And she said, my husband did. My so, husband
1: good. And then they were like, then, oh, damn. And in the story,
0: in the movie I saw, at this point, Odysseus is back in his hometown, but he's been...
1: He's he, disguised.
0: Athena gave him a disguise, so he looks like just a regular uh, bum. Bum, yeah. And then he's in that room, and all the guys are trying to string the bow, and none of them can do it. And then he just walks up. Yeah, he just walks up, and the old man just walks up, strings the bow, pulls up the the arrow, fires it without (laughs) even an effort.
1: I I, I like the wishbone version, because it was funny to see a little dog go, (laughs) 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 They got owned by a dog! But it might be a
0: mild reference to that. If it is a reference, it's a mild
1: one. Yeah, even if it isn't, it's... That's what we I think of. I'm not saying they're
0: trying to say this is actually the Tales of Odysseus, that Matthias is really Odysseus. I just think it was a reference to that. Yeah,
1: it, it's a cute little reference. Yeah, to that. and
0: then the idea is that he pulls the arrow that got shot in his back out of his back, lines up the bow, and then, like we said earlier, up till now, Memnon has been blocking sword arrow arrows with his sword. yeah. So he sees what Matthias is going to do. He leans over, picks He's up his, his dual swords.
1: Yeah, because he had had two swords at this point.
0: He had a sword that broke into two, which was so awesome.
1: Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was
0: pretty badass. That, sounds,
1: that looks like something that should be in a video game, specifically Final Fantasy Seven. Well, <laughs> remind me Final to mention... Final Fantasy, me, yeah. not, finest, not Seven, but like Final Fantasy One Final of the VII Final Fantasy games. games. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> remind me to mention
0: something about the games that I'm going to talk about in a minute. Yeah. Uh, regarding double swords. But anyway, yeah. so he draws his swords and he's, like, holding them over his chest. Like, it's basically a challenge, challenger He's like, moment. go ahead. Try Fire. it. <laughs> yeah, try it. <laughs> And Matthias pulls... Fire your shotgun arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Matthias draws the arrow back, and then he draws it even further back, like to the very edge you of the He's of, like, because uh, his shoulder's in pain.
1: Okay, yeah, that's... and I imagine
0: this bow is not easy to draw back to begin with, but no. he's drawing it extra far back. And he fires, and exactly when he fires, the guys downstairs manage to break free of their captors enough to light the fuse. Light the
1: fuse. And then
0: they get a, I get. Then the explosion happens everywhere at once. Yeah. The explosion takes out all the guards that are about to kill the Amazons. It takes out the guards about to kill Mark Clark Duncan. It kills um, the guards that were trying to capture Arvid and Phileas. Yeah. And the explosion, like, just when the arrow is supposed to hit Memnon, like, uh, he misses. The swords miss because yeah. the arrow is going just a little bit faster than he's used to. And it hits him. And then the explosion happens while he's been propelled back. And, and, he, falls like, back. Oh! Yeah, and he falls
1: back into the he, fire. Yeah, he falls into the fire. And then we just hear,
0: ah! Yeah, and then it cuts to Arpid, who successfully managed to light the fuse and escape the guards and get up to the surface during that explosion. And the guy on fire just falls down. And then Arpid's like, oh. oh. <laughs> Ew. Ew. That's
1: so funny. It was
0: pretty funny. Yeah. And then... um. You the know,
1: then. Sp- Memmom is really... It's a very similar name to Agamemnon, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: it might have been what they were referencing. Agamemnon might have been Sorry, Men. I know a little
1: too much about this kind of shit. It's Agamemnon fine. Agamemnon was a douchebag.
0: Well, like, uh, there actually is <laughs> a, a sub... A, a thing on this called uh, the Scorpion King Manor Myth, where it actually lays out what historical evidence there is Which for a Scorpion King. Which wasn't
1: much, but It's like, not
0: much. There might have been more since this movie came out. This was 20 years ago.
1: It, uh, it feels like they just took, like, the names and the possibilities and just made their own story. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm not saying this was a reference to anything specific. Yeah. I'm just saying there is some. By some, I mean incredibly to, light.
1: Yeah. But there is
0: some reference to
1: this. Yeah, we need to. I need to watch that world building video that they have apparently on there. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they make any reference to the Greek myths or anything. Because I know it's supposed to be in Egypt or whatever, but, you know, people don't. People take what they want from Egyptian mythology, and it feels like this movie took what it wants from... It feels me. much
0: more like Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. Like, yeah, it feels they, they took what like they
1: want, they took bits and pieces from what they wanted from different cultures and put them together and just slapped some names on it. Yeah, and they
0: justify it through, like, this is uh, affecting all cultures, because they have like, Asian guys, they have yeah. the Nubians, they have like a lot of Like, apparently,
1: somehow he's been conquering places everywhere, so... Yeah which
0: but just so we're clear I just want to mention, there is some at least when this movie came out some extremely light but still some reference to historical fact that a scorpion king may have existed at one yeah fact. but anyway so the the after uh memnon is dead the remaining guards loyal to him see Matthias standing next to the sorceress, way up above the rest of them. They
1: have. They're, they're in, it's at night, so there's some full moon above them.
0: Yeah, and then they all kneel, and then you know they all basically pledge their allegiance to him. Because again, remember that the greatest, great, the greatest warrior. warrior gets to be the king,
1: and he defeated their greatest warrior, so therefore he must be the greatest warrior.
0: And then, uh, then we get the post credit. Well, not a post credits, but it feels like a post credit post action scene where. Yeah. Calling
1: um, val- action. Resolution.
0: Yeah. Resolution. Mm-hmm. Where. The only one who really gets a chance to talk is Balthazar. I don't know what happened to Arpid or so They don't really explain. We know they survived, but they're not like, what, are they, is Philos still inventing for them? Is Arpid, like, his court jester?
1: Maybe they showed him and I just don't remember. It wasn't important, really. But
0: Balthazar, or Michael Clark Duncan's character, is basically giving him a, you know, you're going to be a great leader. Just remember where you came from. And, and
1: we're watching you. Yeah, basically. we're keeping an
0: eye on you. So don't, don't do anything too crazy. Like, you know. Start a war to conquer the world, and then and make a
1: deal with the god of death or whatever. Start
0: start wiping out civilizations. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then um,
1: I want to know the story of how that happened. Maybe it happened. Maybe it happened in sequels. I don't know. We'll get to that. But in
0: the next, then the sorceress uh, says that she uh, she's with him and that she'll be there for him and that there's going to be a great time of peace. And he goes, well, what happens when the piece ends? And she goes, things will change. This is the nature of all things in the
1: universe. He's like, well, then we'll make our own destiny. Destiny.
0: And then he says, but how can you see anything? You're supposed to have lost your powers when you, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, she's like... You that think- was, by the way, the most the most modern moment in the I whole know, movie. I know, was he like, goes, oh, now I'm
1: like... Listen, <laughs> we all know what you're talking about. You don't need to do the face. No, well, it was face. not
0: just that. It was the face. It was an expression so, was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's what
1: I said. The face. <laughs> so I'm like, you don't need to do the face and all that. But and whatever. And she said,
0: well, apparently it was it was just a myth that his her people, the seers... Created to keep the kings from taking advantage of them.
1: Yeah, she's like, how else should we make make it so they don't? Take-? But it's basically, she's like, yeah, we made it up so nobody would rape us. Basically, well, basically. <laughs> which is actually kind of smart. Yeah. I mean, I give them points for that. Yeah, um, kind of like the Vestal Virgin kind of thing. Yeah, even though the meaning of virgin is very different from what. We understand it at the time period, but whatever.
0: And then the movie ends with a (laughs) a rock song over the
1: credits. (laughs) Stand uh, alone. I I no offense to people who like God's Mac, but I personally they're not my favorite. I like. Well, we might as well
0: take this opportunity to talk uh, about the music video. Yeah, because
1: I like I like metal and I like hardcore music. I just don't. They sound, I think Godsmack is a little too slow for me.
0: They're a little too slow. They, they come across, at least in the few songs I've listened to of theirs, they come across a little too depressing, to be honest. <laughs> oh, I don't I like depressing. I like, well, like, you might not. I like
1: melody better. In
0: my rock songs, I like to feel pumped, yeah. not suicidal. When I want to feel suicidal, I listen to country. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The music of pain.
1: Basically, <laughs> well, I mean, sad songs don't upset me. Like, for example, one of my favorite songs by Atreus, um, uh, oh, shit, what is the name of it? The... Ah. Ah! Well, basically, it's about abuse. <laughs> but it's like, I love that song. <laughs> and so I like. I'm not
0: saying there aren't exceptions, I'm just saying overall. I like
1: there to be a better. I, I like their, their for example, I like the voice to be more balanced.
0: For example, I know Megan does not like this band that much, but I like Nickelback. Because And I'll stand by them, because by and large, they are legitimately fun, and they get me pumped. I like,
1: like, one song from them, and it's, like, from a million years ago. But one song.
0: I know I'm gonna get a lot of people, if anybody ever listens to this, saying, how can you like them? That's such a sellout band. I don't care. They're fun, and they make me feel good. I don't
1: care about sellout. I mm. care about people who make effort into making good music. They put effort in. They make
0: fun of themselves all the damn time. Oh
1: my god.
0: It's just in my opinion. But anyway, uh, we're getting off Whoa. topic. We'll get to the music video of Godsmack uh, I Stand Alone where...
1: I'm sure you're not watching this for my music commentary and shit. <laughs> I have... Well, they're not
0: watching it at all, Megan. They're listening.
1: Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the frick up.
0: So in the music video, which I, I felt was a little... Self-aggrandizing. Oh my
1: god, the ego!
0: <laughs> the, the lead singer is a I don't know. biker who gets stung on his hand by a scorpion, then gets just like shakes it off. Gets a sweet tattoo. He gets a sweet scorpion tattoo,
1: and he's the chosen one. Well, not just
0: chosen. He he's also apparently like an Indiana Jones type because he go, he finds a temple for the scorpion king
1: somehow in the middle of an Arizona desert on his bike <laughs> on his
0: motorcycle, and then all the skeletons rise up, and then you think there's gonna be a badass fight, but like, no, they maybe just,
1: he's gonna like. Punch him or fight? No, they just bow. They just
0: bow to him because he's just so awesome. And then he goes inside, and this is intercut with mo- scenes from the movie. Yeah,
1: which is
0: and then there's a jarring. moment when he does the breathe into me part of the song. Like yeah. the the Kelly Hughes sorceress like becomes like sand and like enters his body. Yeah. And then there's the the only moment of the movie, the music video that actually had me grabbed was a whole bunch of scorpions, bad CGI scorpions, the same ones that ate uh, Anakin and the Moon in the and Mummy Returns. Yeah. All joined together. To form the Scorpion King, and it's actually the Rock there. It's not a cut scene from the yeah, movie. Yeah, it was
1: actually shocking because that doesn't happen often. I now, think. and he walked
0: the, 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 the where he's at, where the the biker guy had walked into was the, the I guess the burial sarcophagus with his sword on top of his thing. Yeah. and the Scorpion walk King walks over, grabs the sword, and it looks like he's about to fight the guy, but no, he just tosses him the sword. And I'm
1: like, oh, I'll and then the, the lead singer grabs
0: it, and as soon as the guy grabs it, he like. The, the rock kind of nods and then dissolves back into CGI scorpions and then the song's over. And I'm like, so you... What? What? <laughs> so he was so badass, the Scorpion King used all of his remaining power to become flesh just to hand him his sword.
1: Even though he could have like just gone over and picked it up and it would have been fine. Yeah, would nobody would have, have, have been...
0: said anything. <laughs> Whatever.
1: Uh, I don't know if the, if it's... But based on real life or anything, I think. I don't
0: think he actually. I don't think the. I don't think the rock can actually form into scorpions.
1: No, probably. I meant the, <laughs> that, that's not what I meant. I meant I don't know. If Be
0: he, cool if he could.
1: No, I was talking about. I don't know if the singer is like that in real life, but oh, this music the, video. I don't
0: know if it was just like a promotion for the movie. No, you know? I don't
1: know if that's just like the idea of the. But, like of a I said,
0: one thing that from this era that a lot of people have forgotten, and I don't know if it still happens. I know it still happens sometimes, but it was like a mandatory for every single movie around then is that every single one of them had to have their own rock song, and that rock song had to have interplay with the movie. There had to be some kind of connective video, tissue.
1: Not only that, yeah. but in the music video, there would always be like weird cuts to the movie, even though the song and the movie Really don't, don't fit. No, often. like
0: the one that I think about a lot is um, the the song Evanescence, "Bring Me to Life," that was in Daredevil. Oh my!
1: Goodness.
0: And I really like that song overall. I you love know,
1: I love that song. I love Evanescence. Yeah, yeah,
0: but the song the the lyrics are "Wake Me Up Inside," "Save Me from uh, the Darkness of My Life," I, um, and I. It doesn't fit Daredevil. I don't know why that wasn't a song for The Matrix Reloaded, because that came out around the same time, and that those lyrics fit that. And the whole aesthetic of her, like,
1: climbing on a building, and, like, you know, that would have fit... It's the... actually kind of hilarious when you think about it. In the Daredevil movie, it's like it cuts to it, and it starts playing an Evanescence song. It is the funniest... Two
0: Evanescence songs. There's, the one, evanescence... That, there's the one in, the, in the, the graveyard, too. Yeah,
1: it is the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, it is...
0: But every every movie had to have a a music video that connected, that reminded you of the movie it was referencing, as opposed to its own thing. Like,
1: the only, I swear, I don't know if there's, I know there's some like it, but the only one I can think of right now that had actual, like, like, actually had the people in the movie in their music video was Gangsta's Paradise, which... Actually, the most recent one,
0: the most recent one I can think of, and I hate that this is the this is connected to this movie because you and I both don't like this movie that much, is the Suicide Squad and Heathens. I absolutely love the song Heathens. It is one of my yeah. favorite songs of all time, but it's it's for Suicide Squad, and they cut to scenes like there's actual shots in the music video that were never in the movie. Yeah. And uh, another thing about it that kind of saddens me is it's set in the. Um, in the prison that they have, the, the Blackgate. Salon. Blackgate. Yeah. Because it It wasn't. It wasn't. The, they weren't in the asylum. They were in Blackgate Prison.
1: Whatever. In that movie. and in Black, a, it...
0: the, the, the lead singer has been placed in Blackgate Prison, and he's just imagining this band, and then he sings the song Heathens. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the music video, it turns out it's all in his head, but somehow he managed to actually escape his cell. And I'd
1: rather listen to Stressed Out. <laughs> I don't
0: like Heathens. Heathens is great. The song <laughs> Heathens. I don't remember the name of the band, though. It's um, Twenty One Pilots. Twenty One Pilots, thank you. Yeah. I know you like them. I, I like,
1: yeah, I like their, I like their song. Um, sorry, I'm thinking about other things. Let's we'll get back on topic. Oh yeah, but I just, uh, I just
0: want to say that's so that still happens. Yeah. The music video tied to the movie. Yeah, but, but it's, it doesn't it's happen little, as often. It was a
1: little different. It was, it was,
0: every, different from it was that time every movie in the 2000s. Yeah. Every movie. Yeah. So okay, um, so we might as well touch on the. Now we will touch on the alternate version of this movie oh, with yeah. the overarching story there. And then I'll touch on the sequels of the bo- I, and the video game. Which and then I then we'll both wrap this up.
1: like more and don't at yeah, the same time. There's a, okay,
0: so like I said before, we did not watch the extended version of this movie. Apparently, This movie is an hour and 31 minutes, and it's the actual version.
1: sounds short, but that's just the average length of a movie from that time period. I'm, I'm sure if you're the, listening the, to this, you already know that. But yeah,
0: because remember, 2000, this came out in 2002-2003. And 2001 is when the first Lord of the Rings came out, I believe.
1: And Lord of the Rings changed the length of movies forever. <laughs> yeah, But Lord of
0: the Rings proved that people will... S- nobody thought about making a movie over two hours. I mean, I mean they, they did, did. but well, it was it, never it was, something you aimed for.
1: No, like literally when movie theaters first came out, they believed that nobody would sit in a movie for an hour together, so they'd split the movie up for in 10-minute increments and have breaks. Yeah. And then... I mean, because technically the longest movie ever made was about 10 hours, which was insanity. you got to look that up. I learned this in th- in film I'll Press. have to watch that
0: sometime. No, you don't.
1: <laughs> it's 10 hours long. But is it
0: bad? Is it good?
1: I don't... If it's good, I'll I've watch it, because
0: s- most television shows nowadays are basically just a movie, like a 10-hour movie broken up into 45 minutes. I segments.
1: honestly do not know, but I also know that the same person who made um, Birth of a Nation the early version, the really, really bad racist one, also made a movie called Intolerance to make up for that, which... Didn't? Didn't. <laughs> no, it didn't. And that movie itself, I believe, is pretty long. Okay.
0: But um, But I want to clarify, it's not that people didn't make long movies, it's that you never, ever... No. Studios did not want you to make them. So although movies did go over... Two yeah. hours, it was very rare. It was
1: very rare, and people really didn't believe in, in that people would sit there that long. And Until the 80s. Lord of the Rings
0: came out. Yeah, when it, like the
1: 80s and 90s, they were like short, fast, explosive.
0: Exactly. But then Lord of the Rings came out, and the first one was like two and a half hours theatrically. The second one was like three. The third one was three and a half. And then the extended cuts made them a half an hour to an hour longer apiece. They
1: were extremely long. Um, and
0: it made people realize that, you know, you can, if you're entertaining if, enough, you can keep an audience there for quite a while.
1: Yeah, this is before all the superhero movies and all that mm-hmm. realized that, hey, we can make somebody sit there for two and a half hours.
0: Yeah, this is just after the original Spider-Man movie came out, I think. Spider-Man, Which, maybe are, Spider-Man 2 was out are, at this point. Those
1: were short movies. Fairly
0: short. So anyway, it's not as long, but the extended cut is like 10 minutes longer. Yeah. And we didn't watch the extended cut as it played, or the alternative cut, I should say, because there's yeah. some takes that are just different.
1: Yeah, most uh, of them are just different. They're not really... Well, some of them are only, extended... They're a, and a little some bit them... longer, but most overall it was just different context, different...
0: Mm-hmm. And one of them is like what we said about the the sorcerer that you know she said you I've never you've never killed a woman am I to be your first which they yeah. didn't really need the yeah. opening I don't is, mind them
1: cutting that one really. Yeah. and I prefer the opening
0: where the rocks introduced jumping out of the smoke being a badass as opposed to jumping out of the snow yeah you know that, that is significantly more assassin ish than what he does in the movie yeah and they call what? them
1: assassins but they don't act like assassin this is not all ty here I wanna, like, also, i'm gonna go into D D again and i'm like if i was to play a character like the rock he would not be an assassin he would not be a rogue type he would be a mercenary he would be a barbarian barbarian
0: mercenary that's yeah. what he is
1: um
0: but in any event um
1: a, bar- a barbarian fighter that's what he would be yeah.
0: Well, I just meant he should be a mercenary, too. He should be Well, fighters need
1: to can become mercenaries.
0: Okay. I, I, he I knew what I'm talking about. I mean, he literally, as a character, should have to be hired by somebody, as opposed to just doing it.
1: Well, yeah. That's yeah. what
0: I'm referring to. I
1: know, I know. I'm just talking, <laughs> about, I'm talking about his fighting style. Okay.
0: Uh, but in any event, um, so the extended cut, the one thing that kind of improves the movie, or at least makes it more interesting on a rewatch... Yeah. Is that there was this whole... Okay, it's mentioned that the sorcerer had... I think there's one reference to her having a...
1: Prophecy. A and prophecy that was, at, at the start. At the very beginning, but then they don't... They
0: never lay out what the prophecy is.
1: They never explain it or They never explain it or
0: why it. Memnon is so obsessed with it. Turns out, I forget the specifics of the actual wording, but the actual... The basics of the prophecy are, on this specific day uh, in the Scorpio...
1: Which is... A a
0: constellation,
1: horoscope thing.
0: Constellation, when it's in like prominence.
1: In the full moon. In the
0: full moon, a a fiery. A,
1: fir- no, a star will fall. From, a star
0: will fall from the heavens, and, and then the
1: king will stand high above
0: everyone else as everyone kneels. Yeah. And as the story progresses, you honestly like they bring this up several times in the alternative cut. Yeah. And at the very end, uh, when we're cutting around after Matthias has successfully won. They're cutting around to all the side characters actually saying the prophecy again. And each one of them lines up with what Matthias did. My favorite part, you know, he's standing above everyone else at the end with the moon in the background. Yeah, under the Scorpio. Under Scorpio. And the best part is that the star that falls is actually Memnon because he falls in flame, through the flames and crashes. Oh, another thing is after a loud clash of thunder. Yeah. And that's the explosion.
1: Yeah. And it was actually
0: kind of neat to go that. It yeah. also adds another layer to Memnon's like character. I said, it it
1: would have made it more of a B minus as opposed to C plus for me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it, it
0: it adds more to Memnon's character too because it yeah. isn't just that he wants to rule the world. He's that he has to rule the world by this specific point yeah. to basically be declared a god.
1: Yeah, and because the part of the prophecy
0: a... is that you'll literally, literally be standing. The the person who is standing above the king, the Scorpion king, the
1: Scorpion, On the king, scorpion will be
0: as to the gods or something like yeah. that. Yeah, like which one explains
1: of why after he de- defeated uh-huh. the, the main character, he still stood on top of that. Yeah, because we were both like,
0: as cool as it is to see Memnon uh, just like, fuck you, I'm going to stand here and block your fucking arrow. I'm like, there are pillars up there, dude. You I would just duck.
1: behind the pillar and then blocked any other arrows he shot.
0: Yeah, or or you know, like ran off or something like that. But no, from his perspective, this was his crowning moment of godhood. And Nothing he didn't to stay
1: here in yeah. this spot at this moment. Yeah,
0: and he also, he didn't think Matthias was a threat. Yeah. Uh, it, it adds a little bit more to the universe. I don't think it necessarily redefines any of the characters. It doesn't
1: make it into a great movie. deep movie, but it's it adds a little bit to it. It adds. I think a it makes
0: rewatching the, it more fun.
1: Yeah. Also, it adds to a little bit to the world building that they didn't. I know there wasn't a lot. This was mm-hmm. just a mishmash of everything, and that's why it's kind of. Um, this is clearly a blockbuster kind of thing yeah. where they don't care about continuity or anything, which it's a fun movie, so i don't I don't mind it. It as doesn't much.
0: have continuity with its source material., no, because it he's doesn't. supposed to be the bad guy
1: <laughs> They did say it was a spin-off, Remember? Yeah. <laughs> but like, it adds a little something. It's just like a little nugget thing that I would have liked. It's not.
0: It's not the greatest thing ever. It doesn't make yeah, like this I movie said, a masterpiece.
1: The, but yeah. I think. I think honestly, like if we ever rewatch al- this, we'll rewatch
0: yeah. we it with the alternative cut.
1: Yeah. Even though I do like some of the scenes that they kept in the, I, I, even though some of the scenes scenes are better in the theatrical cut. Overall, the alternative. I'd love version. to see
0: an edited version where you keep just the prophecy stuff, but everything else is the theatrical version. Yeah. The prophecy stuff is the only thing that makes that that adds to the movie. Yeah, that they because cut out. like
1: I don't care about the you never killed the woman thing, and I don't care about him popping out of the snow like a.
0: I don't think there was much of anything else they cut. No. Um,
1: <sighs> so, I just yeah, kind of like the, the the prophecy thing. I, and usually in movies when they do, it's a prophecy. We, this is before that became like an overused, hype thing. That this happened is before a, the
0: second and third prequels. Where yeah, the, this the is prophecy before was, a Harry
1: Potter thing. Yeah. It was before all that where the prophecy was in every movie. Yeah,
0: this was fairly new. and It, yeah, it, it does it well it enough because it it. it's not the... It's not like Willow where it turns out the prophecy that Alora Dannon would wipe spoilers for Willow, that would that Alora Dannon will be born and then she will wipe out her being born will herald the death of the sorceress. And it turns out that the sorceress' attempts to kill Alora Danon is actually what gets everybody else motivated to stop the sorceress. It's not a self-fulfilling prophecy in that regard, no. because Matthias specifically does not believe it.
1: No, he uh, believes he made his own fate, which he made his own fate, and then somehow that aligned with the you prophecy. You can even argue that
0: there's a level that the idea, the reason he can stand with the gods is because he doesn't believe that fate will dictate his actions. Yeah, Like the gods, like, he chooses his like, own path. When
1: she had her vision beforehand of him getting basically being defeated you could have you could still align that with the prophecy it's just that she didn't see farther into the future because he falls off the building and he's standing high and And the explosion is
0: about to happen anyway yeah
1: and it looks like he's dying basically yeah. so like it was kind of interesting i, I
0: think think i think honestly that part, it's
1: weird it's hard to talk about this movie because i really enjoy it but i also understand the criticism i don't yeah, it's
0: not it's not if a very somebody good says
1: it's a five out of ten i'm not gonna fight them over it
0: yeah this isn't like um this isn't <laughs> a movie where i can say this is a great film this was a can... lost
1: classic no
0: it's it's it, it like the two mummy movies that preceded it are legitimately dumb fun they're not meant to be deep. They're no. not meant to be exploded. They're just meant to make you feel good and enjoy a film for yeah, a while. It's just a, I do get angry at people that say The Rock is a bad actor.
1: Because he wasn't that bad. I mean, he wasn't great. He, he had really, natural
0: charisma. That's all you wanted yeah. from him in this. I mean,
1: yeah, you can't say The Rock is a bad actor and then defend, like, early Arnold Schwarzenegger in his, his Or even
0: later Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. especially. Yeah,
1: because he's got charisma, but he wasn't... Great. Great. (laughs) The the
0: part that's interesting about this is that another thing people failed to take into account that we commented on in our our Voyager episode was that The Rock up to this point has been known for wrestling. And there is a very, very different feel to acting in front of a crew. even says that we watched the interview with The Rock on the Mummy Returns X special features that was about it must have been done while they were in the middle of shooting The Scorpion King. Yeah,
1: it must have been for promotion for The Scorpion King, which was. And in that one, he mentions out.
0: that he gets a lot of. When you're in the ring, you get a lot of. Impro- a lot of your actions are dictated by the reaction with the audience.
1: Yeah, you, you're. The way you move is dictated by how the audience is reacting. If you're doing something that the audience doesn't like, you can change that in an instant.
0: And in The Scorpion it's King, more it's improv. more about. You know, in film, it's about the director specifically. Yeah. And uh the interesting thing about that is, remember this is only his third movie.
1: And this is the first he has, time he's, he's leading he's leading.
0: He is carrying the whole movie on his back in his third performance. And his and other he, two film performances total out at less than five minutes.
1: Not only that, <laughs> but his like he's bouncing off of Michael Clark Duncan, who's I don't I, I don't care what anyone says is a great actor. Yeah, he was great. He was great. And I um, mean I don't I know Kelly f-
0: Hugh is definitely holding her own. She's yeah. doing a pretty good job. I wanna clarify, I'm not trying to say that if you think the rock isn't great in this movie, I can argue with that, but the setting, the tone, and especially the fact that he's just meant to be charismatic and cool, Yeah. he does that. He delivers on what you expect.
1: Yeah, hes he does. He, he, there are moments where I'm like, But overall, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. Oh yeah. Personally. Like I said, I'm not going to fight your opinion if you think it's the worst movie to ever movie. Even though I've seen that already, it's called Terror Tunes. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like... Any if,
0: chance to promote Terror Tunes, Megan? It's <laughs>
1: not promoting it it's a warning <laughs> it's a warning don't watch terror tunes do it do
0: it <laughs> this is also better than the third mummy movie in my opinion and all yeah. of its sequels which yeah. we'll cover in a second at least all the ones i've seen i still haven't seen book of souls which is the most recent one yeah. um
1: i it's it i've basically i've seen worse acting and i've seen worse movies yeah this is I, just a recently, fun film
0: it just makes you feel good
1: yeah It, it just it's just a, a popcorn movie basically. it's a
0: popcorn you? you and your buddies sit around or your friends sit around and just enjoy the film yeah. You have hot chicks in bikinis. You have badass sword fighting. You and got if you're
1: into two that, muscular guys yeah, beating each other
0: up I'm Yeah, really. if you're
1: into that, there's men with muscles that don't wear shirts. My favorite.
0: Often. Oh, this was the other part I forgot to mention from the fight between Michael Clark Duncan and The Rock. I'm glad you mentioned that. There's literally a moment where they are, like, uh, sword fighting, and the camera pans from Michael Clark Duncan's muscles bulging <laughs> to The Rock's muscles bulging. <laughs> i like, what? <laughs> that was
1: so great. I was like, I, I
0: am not into dudes at all, but I'm like, yes, if your camera is gonna is gonna focus on kelly hugh wearing nothing in the bathtub you You better focus on those arm muscles those abs (laughs) that was so great Uh,
1: eye candy for
0: all (laughs) plus i do think this makes a better overall trilogy the mummy the mummy returns and the scorpion king than the mummy the mummy returns and the mummy 3 or the scorpion king and all of its sequels yeah this is a genuinely fun trilogy i don't know if they released this trilogy pack on blu-ray i only have it on dvd But if they do... It's got a
1: hell of a lot of... Yeah, I
0: would recommend it if they do. If they have this on Blu-ray, I would get it. Uh, You don't need to see The Mummy 3. Trust Mm me. Uh, No offense to anyone in that movie. It's just not very good. I haven't
1: seen it, so I can't really say anything. Um, I've only seen The Mummy, and I just saw The Mummy Returns. And Scorpion King I watched a long time ago. I would still oh, recommend really? it. But I still had fun with it. He, mm. I, I think I enjoyed it just as much as when I first saw it, which was when I was like, what, like 13?
0: But, you 14? know, even, <laughs> even if... Uh, assuming the net and... Uh, assuming he's in all of an episode of the net that he's in, and he's in all of the episodes of that seventy show, and I'm willing to bet they're probably five-minute cameos too, but if assuming that they, he is in those, yeah. his entire acting career before this that was not wrestling does not equals at most about an hour yeah and he had to stand he had to be the central lead in an hour and a half film yeah that is that is a massive step for someone who's in on their third movie yeah in fact imdb said that he got paid 5.5 million to play this part and it was the it broke records for the biggest uh, biggest first leading man role paycheck.
1: He's actually one of the top paying, like top yeah, paid yeah. actors nowadays. And it's it's oh it's nice to see this journey. It's kind of fun. I'm glad we we started doing. And this. in case
0: anybody out there thinks, well, he didn't deserve to have a leading role at this point, the man put in his hours in WWF. He worked his ass off to get noticed there. <laughs> yeah. He was a household name before he did The Mummy Returns. So he deserved it in my yeah. opinion.
1: I I like this movie. Man's I I alone. I liked it uh, quite a bit. I mean, I liked the little and uh, even if those things that we pointed out about like mythology and stuff were just kind of coincidental, They're uh, nice. it's it adds to it if your per- if, if it's your own personal
0: mm-hmm. thing.
1: And also, I got to say I I felt so manly watching this <laughs> I'm not even a man. I just felt like
0: Bro! Bro! <laughs> you just wanted to take. You wanted to chug a beer and then crush the can on your forehead. Yeah, I don't even <laughs>
1: like beer. I, I, I can crush cans. Not on my forehead, but I can crush cans with my hands. Okay. So. Which is pretty boss for um, a person my size. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be manly somehow for this commentary. <laughs> no, but um, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It's not a deep movie. Um...
0: It's, wor- it's worth it's worth the hour and a half to watch it. Yeah, I would say if you're in the mood for if a, you a,
1: like these kind of movies, if, if you're, you're a
0: fan know. of Hercules' legendary journeys, the Beastmaster TV show, the Second Death Stalker film, *You're the Hunter from the Future*, if Cole you're, the Conqueror*, you're. <laughs> yeah, if you're a, fa- a fan of those kinds of sword and sorcery, not very deep but kind of fun universes. Yeah, which is my fit- dad
1: was. Yeah, you would
0: <laughs> you will love this movie. It is fits right in with that. Yeah. On that note, I might as well touch on the games and the sequels, at least the ones I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so we'll start with The Rise of the Acadian, which was the game that came out a year after this and is the only one of all these things I'm about to label that actually has the walk in it. Um, Dwayne Johnson did the voice. (laughs) Yeah. Dwayne Johnson did the character of Matthias in that. It's a prequel to this movie. And the reason I want to bring it up is it does two things and only two things that I think were actually interesting. One, it explains how the Akkadians got wiped out. Mm-hmm. And two, it explains the name of the third Acadian, the one that gets killed in this movie. Um, oh,
1: yeah, you said there was something about that. Yeah, it
0: was his name. It's... I can tell you his name.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the... It's Rama,
0: for the record. Uh, in the game, uh, Matthias is trying to be to pass his Acadian assassin rule. Training. At start, training at the start. And then, uh, by the way, I didn't actually play this. I watched a couple playthroughs, so I know the story.
1: Um, yeah, thank goodness because it looks like it plays like crap. Yeah,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't look fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I played. Um, so the, the video he uh, Matthias's final test given to him by his king was to there was a bunch of concubines that were worked that were part of they were concubines for a king and one of them was killed by the king. Yeah. So the other concubines combine their money to hire Matthias's people, the Akkadians, to kill the king. Yeah. So Matthias goes there to kill him, only to find out he's already dead. And then Matthias gets immediately attacked by an Anubis Warrior, which was actually kinda cool. He yeah. Fights an Anubis warrior. Um, it then turns out that a evil dark mage named Magus put a lot of fun <laughs> that name.
1: That's great. Yeah. Uh,
0: he, um, he specifically Note wanted to self, hire. play a wizard
1: named Magus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he specifically wanted to hire an Akkadian assassin that can handle himself against um, supernatural beings. So he wants to hire Matthias, but Matthias refuses because it turns out Magus is actually the one that killed the concubine.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, then Matthias gets knocked out by Magus using his powers, and when he wakes up, he's in a labyrinthine prison. And in the same prison is an old man named Oum, I believe. And Oum tells him that he used to know Magus when they were both younger. Magus has since cast spells that, ate, that slow his aging process. And Matthias uh, leads him and Oum out of this labyrinthine prison just in time to get back to his village where Magus has sent armies to wipe everybody out. And by the time Matthias gets there, there are only four remaining, including Matthias, there are only four Akkadians. There's Matthias his half-brother Jessup, who you saw in the movie, mm-hmm. Rama, who's the other guy that dies in the movie.
1: Who has no name. <laughs> he has no name in
0: the movie. He has a name in the game. Yeah. And then uh, the king. And the king dies telling Matthias, this is not your fault, but avenge us. Yeah. And then Matthias finds out from Oum that he has to go to the underworld and get the shards of the Sword of Osiris because it's the only thing that um, Magus is af- afraid of. And then Matthias goes on an underworld quest gets all the parts. Yeah. From what I saw that really wasn't that interesting, most of the designs are pretty crappy. S- when it comes to... The b- fighting looks s- pretty bad.
1: Awful. When,
0: when you get back to the surface, it turns...
1: acting is boring. Yeah.
0: When Matthias gets back to the surface, he goes to Magus' castle to attack him to find Oum strung up. And Oum says that, no, Magus attacked us as soon as you left, and your brothers are captured here too. And Matthias goes, oh my god. And then some guards start coming in, so Matthias turns around to fight them, and that's when Oum comes off the wall and just knocks Matthias out. And it turns out that Owen was actually Magus the whole time. He needed someone to go down. The reason he wanted to hire Matthias was to send someone down to the to the underworld to collect the swords of Os- the sword of Osiris and bring it back to the surface. Mm. The reason he couldn't go down himself, Magus, is because he made deals with the underworld in order to have the powers he has. And if he went down there, he'd be immediate- his soul would be forfeit. Mm. He couldn't ever come back. Okay. But Matthias had no reason to be there, so there was no magics holding him. Yeah. Um, then, uh, it turns out he ha- he says he has to sacrifice Matthias's brothers in order to gain even more power using the sword of Osiris, but Matthias breaks free, grabs the sword and stabs Magus, and it's revealed then that Magus actually lied about that too. Uh, what Magus' plan was, was to merge his soul with the god, he, they call it the snake god, but I'm assuming they mean Sobek, the serpent god from I think Sobek is the name of the the reptilian god in ancient Egyptian. Uh But anyway, whether it's Sobek or some other god I don't know of, he's supposed to merge with their soul, his soul with them, so he'll have ultimate power. Um, But he couldn't do that until someone of noble heart killed, uh, or someone of noble spirit or something like that, killed him with the sword of Osiris. That's why he had to get Matthias angry enough to kill him. Uh Then, Matthias fights, in my opinion, the only design that's neat. Because May just merges with the god. And he has—he looks like a reptilian body. Yeah. And he has a pig face. Yeah. And he has, like, two snakes coming out of his shoulders. Okay. And it looks kind of neat. Like, out of all the designs, it's the one I was like, oh, that looks kind of neat.
1: Yeah, and since it's not a live-action movie, it won't look like crap. Yeah. It's a video game. Yeah, and you it's a video do, game. You could do things like that in video games and in animated movies you can't do that in like live action no. movies even nowadays i don't i mean they're getting better at it but it's it's still, it's still hard uh
0: <laughs> matthias then kills the monster god and frees his brothers they leave the the temple just as it collapses and then matthias holds up the sword of osiris that disappears because it's been called back to the netherworld and the three of them walk off into the desert and so don't play that game it looks boring it looks dull the It sounds way cooler than it actually
1: is. Yeah, the whole
0: the whole I I actually watched specifically a guy who edited together all of the quote unquote cutscenes. All the cutscenes are done in the universe with the game engine; they're not actually rendered, Mm -hmm. which means and this is like Unreal One or Two, so they don't look that good. No. And all of them edited together, which includes like door unlocking animations, was less than a half an hour. Yeah. So it's not a very interesting story or game, from what I can tell. No disrespect intended to anyone who worked on it, but it feels like a cash grab game. Like it was a yeah. game made specifically to build on the reputation of Scorpion the, game. Like, the
1: little bit that I saw from the voice acting and stuff, it just seems yeah, like... Yeah, even
0: Dwayne Johnson doesn't he, seem be interesting. He
1: looks like he was... He, well, it's, it Saps. sounds like he was asleep, basically. Yeah, basically. Like he was just kind of saying them, because... I mean, honestly, voice acting's harder than people realize. Mm-hmm. You don't just talk into a, a microphone. You have to... You have act. to
0: work harder. You have to just basically act
1: by yourself.
0: Yeah. So uh, then there's the, the the game, the Game Boy Advance game called Sword of Osiris, which has no connection to the to the Rise of the Acadian Sword of Osiris, apparently. Yeah. Uh, in that one, um, it's a Game Boy Advance game. I did play this, and it's actually kind of fun. It takes about six, six seven hours. It reminded me a lot of like Mario or standard sword and sorcery games. Mm. Um,
1: platforming, and
0: platforming and such, you have to fight monsters, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, it has, I think, f- six stages, and each stage has a hidden uh, scorpion temple that you have to go through in order to successfully get the true ending of the game,
1: because
0: yeah. uh, this game has two separate endings. Um, the story is that a, a bad guy named Menthu, uh and his uh, slave-slash-assistant Isis, no relation to the Isis from the movie, Yeah. Uh, kidnap Cassandra, and she's specifically referred to as Cassandra, who has since married Matthias. Yeah. But they kidnap her because she has the ability to read these tattoos that Isis was born with, kind of like um, the sirens in Borderlands. Yeah. And the, um, Cassandra has been kidnapped, the sorceress. The, you, the, the, the tutorial level is you play as Cassandra. and Apparently, there is a code you can put into to just play as her through the whole game, and they will have kidnapped Matthias. Mm-hmm. But the first time I played through, I just played through as Cassandra in the tutorial level, and then Matthias the rest of the game. Yeah. Matthias has one long sword, and then a or you can swap that out for two scimitars, which yeah. are, in my opinion, cooler.
1: Huh.
0: Uh, and each has slightly different abilities. The the long sword has slightly longer reach, and the dual scimitars can like knock rocks off if you need them to progress. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. There isn't really much of a story. It's just Matthias gets there too late. Cassandra's taken away. She telepathically tells him you have to get the, the pieces of the Sword of Osiris and then get to Men through and defeat him, uh, which I did. There are six temples. Each temple ends with a big fight. Uh, the first ones with like a couple of Anubis uh, guards. The one that was really hard was there's uh, one of the temple. One of the areas you go through is a jungle. At the end of the jungle, there are these pillars that. Spin. There's like 10 faces on pillars and they spin. Okay. And you can only attack them, like they spin, they look at you, it takes them about two seconds, and then they fire a, a like, plasma blast at you mm-hmm. that you then have to dodge. And in those first two seconds, you have to hit them as many times as you can. And it takes 10 hits per face to successfully destroy it. And you have to destroy all 10 faces before you can move on. Um, and that one was pretty hard because it's random which face will turn, and you know it's it was harder than most of it. It's kind of neat though. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that rattle. That was uh, our dog shaking.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so you get to the end, and Menthu thinks that he's a badass, and he comes at you, and he he fires. There's a couple of things I should mention. First of all, they they actually do jiggle physics, but only for Matthias when he's standing there breathing. You can actually see his man pecs going up and down. It's really funny. <laughs> Number two, the thing—his sword, his long sword—is such a penis metaphor because he holds it. When in every single circumstance where he's holding it, it's always straight out or up, except when he does the. the there's a there's a, a jump. If you jump up and press down, he um he does a you know like a ground pound with the sword, but the sword is right between his legs when he does, <laughs> which is really funny. Um, the coloring is kind of cool. I like most of the designs, most of the coloring elements. It's it's the kind of game that you would en- you would enjoy four or five hours if you're driving somewhere and playing your Game Boy Advance. Uh, and I played it on a modded Xbox, which had uh, which I used with my HD MI hookup for my big TV. It actually upscaled pretty well; like it wasn't bad looking on my television. Hmm. Uh, so overall, I would say it was a lot more fun. At the end, you fight Menthu. If you successfully kill Menthu, but you have not gotten all of the Scorpion temples. Then Isis steals the scorpion stone, which is what the tattoos are supposed to open, and runs away. And you and Cassand- you go to Cassandra, and she says, oh, Thank you, I'm happy to see you, and we'll have to continue this fight because it's not over yet. And then you have to start the game over again and get all the temples. If you get all the temples, Isis uses, the sto- uses her abilities to open the scorpion stone, which, re- which turns her into a video game version of the Scorpion King from the end of the movie. Like, it's her human upper half and then a giant scorpion body. And it actually looks cool in this version, as opposed to the Mummy Returns. <laughs>
1: which, and, looks which looks pretty bad. Which looks bad. I think it looked bad even when it came out. Yeah,
0: we actually saw the trailer. We'll touch on this really briefly, because I haven't played this either, but apparently he's in it. Uh, but uh, anyway, I would recommend Scorpion King The Sword of Osiris. It's If you have four or five hours you just want to kill and you don't mind platformer games, side-scrolling platformer games, it's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, apparently there was also a Mummy Returns game, because we saw the trailer for that on... The Mummy Returns, yeah, uh, which uh, I guess the Scorpion King is in because we got to see the CGI version of the Scorpion King, and it actually looked better than the
1: movie. <laughs> I know, ways. right? But because
0: it fit in the CGI universe, the it was music
1: in. for it though, oh yeah. my gosh! Uh,
0: we neither of us have played that game. We have no intention of playing that game, but apparently the Scorpion King is in it, so I don't know if the Rock does any voice for it. I haven't seen it in his credits, so I doubt it. Yeah. Um, and last uh, but not least, we'll touch on the so. We'll touch on the f- four of the five sequels. Yeah. Because I think, no, five, four sequels. There are four sequels?
1: I haven't seen any of there them. There are
0: four sequels. Well, one prequel, three sequels. God, Scorpion King got so much crap, you know, to its name, doesn't it? I don't mean crap and isn't bad. I just mean crap is in stuff. It got a prequel mo- game, a sequel game, a prequel movie, and three sequel movies. <laughs> okay, so the first one is a prequel. Uh, the score Dwayne Johnson does not star in any of these and it's about the how um, Matthias became a badass and it was okay I haven't seen any of these movies in a very long time I didn't re-watch them before playing before doing this review because I wanted to be as clear-headed as I could but if I recall correctly it's okay it's a little bit more goofy and the lead actor is a little bit more brusque and, a, and it doesn't really have the rocks natural charisma yeah uh, the second and the the third Third and fourth movie in the Scorpion King franchise. The same guy plays the Scorpion King. Hmm. It's not The Rock, and the only other thing I've ever seen this actor in was he played the Cupid that fell in love with uh, Phoebe in the last season of the original Charmed. Uh, so if you love, so, Coop, you know. If you love Coop, you'll you'll love this movie. He uh, he worked out for the role. He's got some definite. I remember him being. I remember being actually surprised at how big his muscles were. They weren't anywhere near the Rock size, but they were bigger than I expected. And in that one, I believe, he's in both movies, he's playing a, uh, a freelance assassin, like, mercenary for hire. Uh, and in the second one, in one of them specifically, he ends up, I think it's in the first one he's in, he ends up marrying the queen that he was supposed to attack and kill. Yeah. So he's now the king of that kingdom. And then he has, to make a, he has to negotiate with the guy that hired him to kill her. And the second one, he's back to not having a kingdom again. And he's doing something else. I don't remember that one. Book of Souls is the most recent one that came out. We mentioned this in our pilot episode. In 2018 it came out, two years ago. I haven't seen it. I probably will eventually just because I've seen so much of Scorpion King already. But I I don't know. I would recommend if if you are a fan of Hercules Legendary Journeys or any of the other movies and TV shows we mentioned in the sword and sorcery aspects... I would recommend most of those movies. They're not bad time wasters.
1: Actually, I think Scorpion King is where I'm going to stop but, at. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but if you... Like I was going to say, yeah. if you are, however, looking for a really high-octane fun... Like, the other ones are clearly straight-to-TV movies, and they're not really trying to be anything other than that. Mm. The Scorpion King movie at least is attempting to be a movie movie, like a theatrical movie. And I would say of all of them, it's probably the most fun by far. So... If you're interested in checking out the other Scorpion King movies, I have ins- I've seen them all except Book of Souls. I don't regret having watched them, but I don't remember much about them, so they weren't that memorable. Um, as far as the Scorpion King games, skip The Rise of the Acadian, uh, but The Scorpion King Sword of Osiris is fun if you have a Game Boy Advance or an emulator. Um, oh, one thing I will say about The Scorpion King Rise of the Acadian, uh, uh, Scorpion King Sword of Osiris. Yeah. In that movie, in that game, because there's no voice editing, it's all text, they refer to him as an Arcadian. <laughs> which is really funny because one of the playthroughs I watched was from Matt McMuscles where he kept calling, in, when he played Rise of the Acadian, which is on the box, Rise of the Acadian, he kept calling him an Arcadian until he realized he was an Acadian. But apparently if he played the Game Boy Advance game, that's what they call him, an Arcadian. So,
1: <laughs> who knows?
0: Also, another weird thing about the, the Sword of Osiris is that even though there's no voice acting in the movie and every single live action shot they use, like the faces for the text bubbles... Are all clearly stills from the Scorp- Scorpion King movie. Yeah. They actually have a separate thank you for The Rock. Thank you for The Rock for his passion and drive to get this game made. I'm like, did he really want this game out? Was that? Was this a passion project for The Rock? It's
1: okay. I too thank The Rock for his passion <laughs> <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> mm. uh, so anyway, that's that's uh, pretty much everything we have to say about the Scorpion King. Uh, unless you have something else you want to add, Megan.
1: Not really. I. I haven't seen any of this stuff. I'm just like, I've just watched this movie. That's it. Any
0: other thoughts on the Scorpion King movie itself? <laughs> it
1: was fun. It was fun. <laughs> it was stupid
0: and fun. It was stupid and fun. Oh, another thing I should say is that in all the other Scorpion King movies that I've seen, I don't think any of the characters return. Michael Clark Duncan's character doesn't return. Kelly Hughes' character does yeah. not return. Well, it, they could have had other actors playing them because other actors played the Scorpion King in those movies. But, I
1: know, but still.
0: Yeah. Um, the uh, The R-Dip, the... the the comic relief, nor Philos, none of those characters return. So, if you're really looking forward to seeing those characters again, don't expect it. Um, it's like I said, they're decent enough time wasters, but I don't remember anything about them. I don't remember much about their plots or their scenes, so they weren't very really memorable.
1: No.
0: Um, Scorpion King is good. I would recommend the trilogy of The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, and Scorpion King. They are worth your time. If you can get this on Blu ray or DVD with all of its extra features, it's worth it. That's there's, a lot of stuff. There's to
1: see. a lot of stuff. Some of it's dumb but he even has
0: like a walkthrough of the the California mummy ride yeah but you don't actually get on the ride just the I, get, I think it's just the entryway
1: I think it's just the entryway for the ride but I don't know if it's a walkthrough or not we're not near anywhere near California, California. So, we've been to
0: that we've been to the mummy ride in Florida and it's yeah. great but I don't think the one in California is anything like it
1: no it's a completely different building and all that stuff so
0: uh, so I think it'll wrap up the Scorpion King review. I'm sorry if we weren't as energetic in this one as we were in Long Shot, but there was a lot more confusion with Long Shot. Long
1: Shot was just like a punch to the face. Yeah, this one,
0: this one is we we it's fun. It's a
1: familiar thing. This is more
0: like a comfortable bath. We know yeah. what it is, and it's fun and it's enjoyable.
1: I mean, it's been a really long time since I've seen it. There's things I didn't remember from it, but overall, it was just it's something that I, I it. It was exactly as I expected it to be, honestly. Mm I just figured it would be dumb fun. And it was. Yeah. It was fun.
0: Um, This one is shaping up to be our longest podcast, which is nice because the longest podcast we did before this was The Long Shot and The Rock is in that movie for 35 seconds.
1: I wouldn't say that yet. We need to edit it then. (laughs) Well,
0: the other one's an hour and 45. This one's going to be all over two hours, even edited. Um, Uh, But anyway... Well, yeah, I think so. But anyway, uh, so that's it for this particular video.
1: Yeah.
0: Or podcast.
1: Video. Uh, you talk about me saying things like C. <laughs> uh,
0: the next one is The Rundown. It's another movie. This one I'm actually really excited about because I, I love The Rundown. I think it's actually a very underrated movie. I'm interested to see if my opinions will change. But I'm, I'm pretty sure. I've never
1: seen it. Yeah, so. Megan's
0: never seen it, so I'm looking forward to her reaction. Yeah. Um, but it's a very underrated movie, in my opinion. Um, we'll cover that one next week.
1: It's amazing what movies you've seen and what movies I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, uh, it's a very different, very different rock movies that we've seen. Well, you've
0: never seen Walking Tall, right?
1: No, but I, I know of it. Like, no, same think, here, but I, I mean... think my parents saw it, but I only saw bits and pieces, but... Well, the next,
0: the next one... I wasn't
1: that... into action films at that time period. I was more into, uh... Steve Irwin, <laughs> I was born into, like, like, animal junk at that time period. Okay. But the
0: point I'm getting at is that's another one neither of us have seen. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's a, we're actually going to get to uh, the, the Walking Tall and Be Cool or one after the other, and I've never seen either of those movies. Mm. And then I've seen Doom and Southland Tales, but you haven't. No. And then neither of us have seen Gridiron Gang, I don't think. No. Or you know 911 Miami. No. Or The Game Plan. Or Get Smart.
1: I've seen Get Smart. You've
0: seen Get Smart. So that'll be one you've seen and I haven't.
1: Yeah. It's been a while, but I've seen it. Uh, The show's better. But whatever.
0: (laughs) So we're we're getting there. I'm enjoying this. Uh, We'll see how we feel when we do it there. But yeah. uh, Scorpion King, I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, We're not going to
1: do like a 10 out of 10 kind of thing because...
0: There's no point. You it just is. like it or don't. You waste yeah, your time you watching like it. You like it or you
1: don't like it. It's not really going to. I'm not going to score it because if I score it, my score is going to be wrong <laughs> for somebody else.
0: Yeah. I would just say for me, I'm not upset that I watched it when I was younger. I'm not upset that I watched it now. And I'm actually yeah. looking forward to re watching it with the commentary track on.
1: Yeah, whereas. Head is just in the corner (laughs) staring at it.
0: (laughs) But uh, thank you for joining us. Oh, um, one thing I will say is we went to Walmart recently and we found um, several rock action packs, Dwayne Johnson packs. There's a three movie action pack with Hercules, Pain and Gain, and G.I. Joe Retaliation. And there's a two uh, rock pack with The Rundown and Gridiron Gang. Which um, will which, well, be we getting to the rundown next week. Saved
1: so. us a lot of time from finding those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I just happen
0: to mention this because it's another multi pack you can probably buy for four or five bucks. If These you're were interested.
1: five bucks or three. If you want to get thing. ahead of us, um, I think they were five dollars at Walmart.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, that should be enough. Uh, I will probably have more updates next week. And until then, you have a good day. Uh, happy belated birthday to The Rock again. Yep. Uh, and uh, another shout out to Dead Bat. Hope you guys are doing good. We miss you, John. We miss you, Kyle. We miss everybody down in Florida.
1: Yeah, it, it, Kyle's birthday just came up, too.
0: Yeah, happy belated birthday to Kyle, mm-hmm. definitely. Uh, but be good. Uh, be safe, everyone out there. Stay stay locked up no matter what the government tells you uh, <laughs> as much as you possibly can. Please
1: be safe. <laughs> Please be
0: safe. Uh, and everybody out there, have, uh, have a good time. Yep. And we will see you on uh, Rock Starring next week.
1: Yep. Bye. Bye.